house. Hello and welcome to the Saladcast on Saturday, the 9th of December, 2023. I'm your host, Dan Train. Joining me today, Zachary Burgess. Get ready for not game of the year. <laughs> and Robert Kemp. Just noticed, I'm just, like, okay, totally weird aside. I've just noticed that my, uh, my, <laughs> my Google has, has got a pop-up that says Google search is no longer supported. My Google Chrome instance has got a pop-up saying Google search is no longer supported. Was it like an app at some point? Because I think it's showing the apps page. Yes, it clearly is. Look at the jeweled on there. <laughs> the app version of the oh, jeweled. Wow. The yeah. good version of the jeweled. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Before it became all shitty. I don't know, but jeweled blitz for. Um, for, for that was your, we're, we're one of the good versions yeah. of the jeweled. So, what? Google search was an app for Google Chrome? For Chrome. What does that even mean? <laughs> yeah, what, like an extension? I don't, I don't know. But it's built it. It's always been built in. Surely it's the whole point of. Was it like a separate experience? Is it like. Is it like that thing where you sort of swipe left on an Android phone and you weirdly get a Google news, fa- news feed? Sort of like was it was it like that? Was it like the MSN homepage? Also, or like, what is now Bing? I guess. I guess we need to also point out that this pop up that has just appeared on Rob's thing mentions after December twenty twenty two. So I think this might be a bit of an old yeah, <laughs> version pop up that oh, suddenly appeared. It shows how often I click that button, right? Yeah. However, accidentally. They are changing the rules for extensions, right, in such a way to like d- deter ad blockers, which is affecting everyone who ever made an extension, including me. Apparently, I made one hmm. at some point five years ago. I keep getting emails saying you need to be on the new version of the Google Chrome extension manifest or whatever. Oh. Speaking of adverts already, is, is it? Is that, is, hang on, is that because like Bing can basically support a lot of the same extensions? Like they're like, oh no, screw that, screw those guys. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, well, because oh, because Edge, sorry, because Edge, Edge yeah. yeah. I don't know if Chromium includes the extension stuff. Presumably, it does. I don't know. I, I think it's separate. Um, does Chromium come with the extension stuff? Like Chromium-based browsers that aren't no Chrome have the same stuff? I have no idea. No idea, mate. Zach, you had a segue that I ruined. About yeah. adverts. Speaking of adverts already. again, because as usual, here's the section where I can play about YouTube adverts. I'm still getting that same LinkedIn ad. <laughs> oh, man, really? Yeah. But how long do they pay for that for? <laughs> I don't know. It's really annoying. Well, I've, I've cancelled my Netflix and my Disney Plus, but I'm still <gasps> playing that, paying that YouTube premium. <laughs> I don't regret it at all. That most money well spent to avoid these... Ever. Well, they've just become much worse on my YouTube because so you, well, it's not. It's I guess it's not the video adverts; they're the same. Mm-hmm. But what's changed is the bullshit thumbnail adverts, where they just in, they put like a fun like one of the thumbnails is an ad like halfway down your your well, subscription. The, page. Uh, the thing is, it always right. used to be one on the top line. But now they've changed it so it's like one every other line. Oh wow! <laughs> and it's like Jesus Christ, really. Yeah, because on, on the TV app, it's always like, it's the first thing you see. Yeah, it's, it's the top app, left. And, then, and then, then everything else is fine. But now that it's just like every other line, one of them is an advert for at least the first like 20 lines. Huh. It's just like, that's a bit much. And they're all bullshit crap adverts as well, because <laughs> yeah. because obviously that's the cheap adverts. They're generally, generally, well, they're actually sometimes related to like, you know, they've pulled my info from something and be like, oh, you looked at furniture from the Cotswold company. It's like, sure. yeah, I sure did. <laughs> Have an ad. Um, uh, the thing that's annoying me about YouTube ads at the moment is the fact that they changed the skip system. Like on the TV app, that like the way it shows the skip is, has changed. So right. That for starters, it feels like there's far more unskippables now. Well, sure. Um, 
and uh, secondly, they've made it so it's like it's a, they've changed the graphic. So in theory, this isn't such a bad thing, right? Because it always used to say like skip in or something. Skip in like, five, you know, countdown. Yeah. And now it tries to show you the combined between multiple ads if it's going to show you multiple oh, does it? unskippables. <laughs> Not how it looks on my YouTube. On my YouTube, you don't even get the countdown any longer. It's just like the video will play soon, maybe. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sometimes you get that. Sometimes you get that instead. Sometimes you get a spinner that counts down. And this is kind of my problem with it, that it's inconsistent. Right. Like, sometimes you get it, it's just going to play at some point. Sometimes you get a spinner that tells you the combined time sometimes that's wrong and it will show you a lower time and then the next ad will start and it will show you a higher time before you can skip and it's like it's yeah it's all broken and it's all horrible and like if you're trying to watch the tgas on it on the official stream boy they were frequent yep even though the tga is just like a giant ad show (laughs) like it's like right it's like oh additional ads making it even worse yeah and i mean that's got to be an intentional choice on their part that's not even that's not just youtube randomly would have had to have opted into that yeah. yeah which i'm surprised they're sort of allowed to do i don't know like yeah. tgas vgas which is oh uh, i mean i guess it's it, it is it's the same the thing. T, it's, Sorry. it's supposed the to be the TGAs. i think the vgas predated the tgas right if that makes i think vgas were like spike tv's thing before right it, when this started to become a thing, and then Jeff took it over and I mean, it became they, the Game Awards. They basically did the joke. Ah, where it used to be something, yeah, and then yeah, they yeah. called it the. Put the, the <laughs> in front of it, yeah. Oh, I get it. Okay. okay. I understand. <laughs> I think that's how that went. Um, so, yeah, t- t- this was the 10th year of the Game Awards. This is a podcast about video games. We'll talk about all that stuff in a bit. Yeah, yeah. I guess. Um, was this the 10th year or is next year 10th No, year? this is this the 10th is, year. This is the and 10th so year. they're having their 10 year bash next year. For the 11th year. Yeah. Because that makes sense. Because okay. it will well, That's how it. we did it. Yeah, <laughs> for <I> mean, our <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yeah, fair. I mean, I think that's the correct way to do it, firstly. Like, sure, it, has, it has actually been 10 years of time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, okay, fair. Um, yeah, um, YouTube Premium, I thought, when I got it, I thought this is quite expensive. It's slightly Very more. expensive. Um, but now, everything else has got more expensive, and it hasn't, and YouTube hasn't changed. So I'm like, hmm, I think this is actually not bad. Don't say that out loud. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Definitely, definitely not. I think YouTube is too expensive for what it is. Because it's not like I'm writing Google, it's not like I'm watching Google crafted material. That's the thing that pisses me off about it, like a little bit. Well, it's, yeah, it's not that's like, the point. It's yeah. not commissioned by it. I don't think YouTube pays middling. Uh, I don't mean that in terms of quality. I mean the, the sort of like not the top tier producers. I don't think it pays anyone that's not above the the, the highest echelon enough. I think they are poor to those creators. And they just treat creators like crap in general. So the fact that those, also, those prices are that high is, I don't know, I find it I, I find it quite galling. And that whole um, thing where they just started monetizing anyone's show, even if you're not, even if you don't get the money, they're just like, we're yeah. going to put ads everywhere. <laughs> yeah, it's... um. I, 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 the way the way YouTube is, is it's a fantastic service in terms of like just the breadth of content and, and the fact that you can just upload anything to it is you know to an extent is great and that stuff still stands as it always has but the way they treat creators now that they've tried to make a like a like a business model out of it is is not good. Um, and obviously, we're not part of that equation because no, we're <laughs> we're the very, is very much below the, any kind of useful threshold. But um, uh, but that doesn't mean I don't res- don't respect the arguments that people have against it. It's um, it's not it's not, and they're just making it worse, Cons- constantly making it worse rather than better. Uh, it's um, 
I don't I don't fully understand. Um I still haven't seen that supposed animation of the like button or whatever when people in the video oh, say yeah. like. Right. But well, the live ticker, supposedly. Well, no, I've seen I'm, the it's rolling like, numbers are still there. Because hmm. it's got the like um, auto-captioning, right? And yeah. so it knows when somebody oh, says, when someone says like. And it's when meant to highlight it, the button. It does a stupid animation on the button. I still haven't seen that on my YouTube yet. Right, yeah, yeah I've not seen that either. But as with all changes to YouTube like that, it always just rolls out to a random selection of people and then, sure, then yep. people start talking about it. You're like, well, I haven't seen that. <laughs> A-B testing, yeah. Also, oh, testing. this reminds me of another random bullshit thing that happened to me on YouTube where I think, I can't tell if this is just like just me or whether this is actually the change that has now happened. But I think they've got rid of the like mouse over GIF, hi- GIF previews of videos now. Oh, no, really? it just plays the videos now. That's what I mean. They've the, got the, the, rid of the right, old okay. version where it used to just play a GIF entirely. Yeah. So if you turn off the just playing the video one, it just it doesn't give you anything now. You just get a still image. What annoys me most about that system is it still tr- it still tracks your watch yes, time. It goes into that. your history. Yeah. It's like, it goes, even if you've just accidentally moused over something and watched it for a second, it goes into your history list. And worse than that, like if I've accidentally left some, like my mouse hovering over a video of something I actually do want to watch and I go back and watch it later, I click and it starts the video halfway through because it thinks I've watched up to that point. It's like, no, I bloody haven't. Yeah, it's, it's like it's a, it's a, it's it's awful. It's, <laughs> like, why did they do that? It's especially bad for it's me. It sort of makes sense for the reels, maybe if you're watching the or the shorts things. I guess if audio, but audio doesn't come out of those if you watch them that way, right? So well, you can press the mute button on that little preview to turn the okay. audio on if you want to. But well, okay, fine. why would you do that? Yeah, yeah. The whole point of you want to watch a video, you go and watch the damn video. Watch don't the don't watch the preview. Watch the yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it. It's especially bad for me because I don't, well, this is just me being a weird user of YouTube, but I don't like subscribe or like anything. I use my history list to curate my suggestions. Right. So having it just randomly dump anything I accidentally mouse over into my history is particularly bad. And have it skew your recommended. Yeah, okay, okay, I get it. Like when Gnome listens to my Spotify account. Yeah. Or uses my Spotify account to play things and it's like, oh, that's going to bork up my my discovery weekly. <laughs> I wish there was some kind of standard or convention for viewing content that you don't want to affect your algorithm or whatever. Like, I don't want to have well, to go to incognito yeah, mode just to watch like you a video. Need a, a temporary incognito. <laughs> yeah. Surely, I mean, maybe it's a feature we don't know, but that should just be like an actual like built-in thing in Chrome where like you control click a link and it automatically yeah, opens it in incognito or something. I mean, you can. I think there is a way of doing that. Well, I'm sure. Um, I but know. then, it, yeah, does it do that with links? I don't know. Maybe it might be Control Shift something. But that is a whole deal because you've got no session, you've got nothing. On, yeah, mm. obviously, it's like it can't, it can't, you oh, can't be on YouTube sessions, and then yeah. like do that into one video yeah, and then have exactly, it because it can't sandbox that session, I guess, for the incognito yeah. mode because it's still having to load. Yeah, it's supposed to be entirely separate. It should just be a feature. Like I want to watch this yeah, without yeah, yeah. affecting my my feet. That's it should, cool. should just be an easy toggle. I mean, you can like, yeah. I mean, on YouTube, like, not even inside the Chrome part of that argument, but inside, like, YouTube, it's like, you can go into your watch history and push the pause history button, but then that's so oh, inconvenient. Oh, <laughs> well, okay. okay, so the feature is sort of there. It's just buried. Yeah. Mm. I, I also kind of, 
Oh, yeah, yeah. And then you forget you can, to turn it back on, probably. Yeah. I suppose you can clean the history as well, but you know, manually like, remove stuff in yes. the history as well. Which always annoys me because for some reason the X button to delete videos out of your history sometimes takes forever to load for no apparent reason. Oh. Like you mouse over the list, it's like, where's the goddamn X? Come on, hurry up, load the damn thing, Chrome or YouTube or whoever the fuck is controlling this part of the UI. That's weird. <laughs> So you can't just go down a rabbit hole looking at random stuff for a bit because you know, it's going to affect you for like a weeks or something. Yep. Yeah. Mm. Did I tell you? I don't know if I said this on the podcast before, but my favorite one that ever happened to me on YouTube was at some, at one point it thought I wanted to be recommended videos of um, diesel locomotives starting on cold days. <laughs> That is quite precise. <laughs> Which is a whole genre of fucking videos, obviously, because there's so many trained anoraks or whatever out there. So they sound particularly juicy on a cold day? Is that, is that the well, thing? Well, yeah, it's them starting up. They're like really rumbly or whatever, and yeah. like all, because they're cold or whatever. It's <laughs> quite hard. Yeah, and they, they, they have to gun it really hard to get, the, to, to, to get going or whatever. Mm. It's, a whole, it's a whole deal. Huh. But you watch one of those videos and then YouTube's like, this is an Asian, yep, obviously more. this guy must be in it. Yeah. <laughs> this guy wants more of these. Well, I mean, I watched one video once of like a, um, it was like an, like an L train in a, in like a historic part, of, like a hanging train in a, in, that was in Germany, like during the second world war or something ridiculous. Right. So, and then there was footage mm. from it, um, of just a journey on this train. So it's like ye olde carriages yeah and stuff like that or maybe it was first world war i don't know yeah it might have been older than that but so it's like so i watched that it's like that's actually quite interesting so then of course i get flooded with like yep. videos about hanging trains in general like not even like fancy yep. historical stuff like, like look at this feat of engineering it's just like nasa train <laughs> <laughs> it was just one interesting video that, that was right. it that's all i wanted i know it's a lot, it's all these things that we always talk, talk about, like the YouTube algorithm, and the, the thing that you always say about it is like, you just wish there was some more direct customization from yeah. your end. Like, bring back the five-star rating, but make it like algorithmic rating, where you'd be like, I want to see more of that, or I don't want to see more of that, but like, ranked. Well, yeah. yeah. And, so you and can influence it more directly. Or a way of doing that that isn't the like-dislike. Well, yeah, exactly. That That's what I mean. It like, affects the channel. Like, you need I don't to send wanna, it to I, the algorithm, not to like, the person making the video. Yeah, if it's if it's not for me, I don't want to hit the dislike button to say, okay, I, I didn't like this, but also, like, fuck you, creator. <laughs> like, it's not, it's not my intent. I want to just say, no, not for me. Like, put it aside. Or it's like, um, I saw this thing, I saw this thing through the thumbnail and it wasn't for me, but that's not because of the thumbnail. It was because of the content. Or mm. Like, you need to be able to slightly be more nuanced than just telling the person to fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> My favorite is, like, social networks or content sites that I don't use that ha don't have any data points on me and therefore have no fucking idea what to recommend to me when I go on them. Mm. Like if I so actually log stuff. into Facebook or whatever, it's like, what makes Facebook think I like friends? <laughs> oh, right. never, I, well, why? Maybe the generic <laughs> one, though. The most generic thing it can think of, I guess. For oh, like, no. it's like whenever I go yeah. onto YouTube on my phone, because that obviously I'm not logged in and it doesn't have any data because I never use it. I never use my phone for that kind of thing. It's like let's look at what basic basic YouTube looks like. Yeah, what the normal people see <laughs> when music, they log music in. Music videos mostly, isn't it? Like, there's, a, there's like a massive section on music videos. Mm. I think in like 
face face youtube that and, makes you know, sense youtube i still have to every 30 days hide the shorts i just leave that up now i've given up but, on that by the way speaking of music videos what happened to vivo or whatever the hell it was it's still about isn't it i thought Is they i thought they're just a youtube thing? channel at one point it was every music video was like under yeah that. it was vivo yeah yeah but that doesn't seem to be a thing anymore yeah i, I don't know i don't even understand what they really were, were. what it was yeah, yeah. Was it just like a rights management thing where it's like, we've, yeah, we've so. got all the rights so we can actually upload these to YouTube? Yeah, <laughs> the I think but, it but must have been some kind of corporate like uh, thing between the big music, what are they called? Publishers. Publishers. So, I think, um, so I think Vivo have, have actually become sort of part of YouTube Premium in a weird way, or maybe, or at least they can, you know, they're affected by that, like in, in some way. Uh, yeah, I don't, I'm not quite sure. Fancy record um, label. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah, well, they're attached in some way. I don't. I have, I have no idea. I don't know what their deal was. It's a music video network connecting an ever-growing global audience to high-quality music video content for more than a decade. Great. <laughs> Did you just read that off the internet? Or yeah, that, 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 that is their company blurb. <laughs> okay, brilliant. Music television, telev television, <laughs> television, <laughs> music television, like it was meant to be. <laughs> of course, there's the other thing now, right? Like, like some of the music distribution platforms, you know, like if you're thinking about putting your own music up onto streaming sites and stuff like that, YouTube is one of the options there mm. you know, on a lot mm. of them. And I don't really know how that works. Does that mean I have to supply you a video? Um, and that puts, or do you just put a generic, like, album cover or something on it and just right. have to have the song play in the background no idea what that actually is or how that actually works but yeah it's, it's now part of those, those yeah, I distribution systems i've ever seen a modern mm. version of that like you see people uploading game soundtracks that just have a still image or oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that happens all the time still yeah but is that now what happens with real music as well <laughs> i think even the like official soundtracks that people like put up to spotify and youtube like even when like a sega are sort of embracing like yeah let's just put our soundtracks out there i mean for real why like, does i think the, they just often you just use a plate why doesn't like, youtube just have a music player version <laughs> like surely that would be a logical way to if well, everyone's already uploading music and making it, a one frame it does have a music they sort of version. do if you have it's premium like a whole separate app yeah, yeah if you have premium on a, on a mobile you can you can do that yeah but why is it not just like a thing that's in youtube like you click a music link and it just opens not the whole video player but like a music player <laughs> Even Steam has a built-in music player. Because <laughs> I guess they, because I, mean, I guess they figure right. if you're using a PC to do that, then it's just like, well, what? Just, just, I will just put, just hide the video. It's fine, and then it works. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't really understand. And then, yeah, I don't think YouTube care. <laughs> that's, that's basically how, on PC. I mean, least, they have that. YouTube Music, which is like a whole, a whole full-blown yeah. Apple Music and they constantly Spotify competitor. Constantly try and put mixes in your in your YouTube front page that's list. True, yeah. Here's a mix of random um, music videos you've already watched, <laughs> or, or not even that. Like sometimes those mixes are just a like here's a playlist we slapped together of videos you've already watched. <laughs> well, sure, but like I often most often see them for music. I mean, it, it's it's like the top yeah, I don't. the top five will be ones you, that ones that I've already watched, and then it's just like here's obviously the related search area where it just like, mm. like goes off in a random direction. It's like that's not useful. <laughs> not when the, not not what I use YouTube for. If I want to listen to music on YouTube, yeah. I, well, I don't think I do want to listen to music on YouTube. I, really, I do wish YouTube wasn't quite so. 
locked into the algorithm, right? There are times where I'm looking for something to watch and it's like, I don't know if I really want to watch anything that's in my wheel. Well, that's why there's the new to you button. Yeah, but then that's still within no, my... it still doesn't actually work. <laughs> no, that's still, that's still within my wheelhouse. Like, it's... Do you know what I mean? I just, I just like, like you, you're allowed to break free of your shackles every now and then. Just, just, a, maybe this should actually be like a percentage slider. How much do you want YouTube to break? Like, just, just like go off on one and be like, here's what's because it's like when you go to like Netflix, I guess is what you mean, and you go to the trending list, and it's basically the same as your recommended list mm. because it's like these aren't trending. Right. These are, these are, this, is, this is stuff that's that that you just want. You just think I'm going to watch, and it's uh, and it's. Show me, show me the real trending list, and like the closest thing you could get on Netflix is like the top ten list, right? It's like that's probably the closest. It'll Prime does the same thing as well. That's really frustrating. Where it's just it's just the popular on Prime, and it's like no, that's just things that I would like. That that's the same popular popular think, That's the same thing. That's the same algorithmic nonsense you're feeding me. Um, just yeah, give me give me at least at least one row of like like. Break free, <laughs> break free from my prison of YouTube. Well, I mean, arguably, that's what you get if you scroll all the way to the bottom of YouTube. You get the bullshit lines where it's like, "This is the real crap." The sidebar of shame of YouTube. <laughs> yeah, but that's not actually good. <laughs> like, I don't even know how the algorithm pulls those because it's like, why would I watch any of this bullshit? <laughs> not even close. <laughs> but then someone must have, right? Or is that why it's? presenting them or are they like like this is the maybe there should be a line of like this is the very latest at the time of the request of like uploads so it's like people that things that well, literally someone you, is just, just going to the trending tab i guess that does kind of put you a little bit outside no but i mean like yeah. like things that nobody have watched like anything anyway just just give me the most like give me a chronological feed of youtube and like see the, what the hell is there's in no there. way it would be able to pull that in any yeah. reasonable way right i mean that'd be great though I want to see that carnage. It would be interesting to see to see like what is what is actually what are people literally uploading right this second? Yeah. yeah. What is I mean? Let's try and imagine that situation. What what is going to be the most generic possible YouTube video that you could at any moment someone is uploading this video? It's a video of food. immediately removed. <laughs> well, yes, that also. It's a video of food, right? Oh my food, god! Probably, probably. yeah. <laughs> uh, makeup tips. I mean, that's still slightly too specific. <laughs> uh, opinion pieces. Slightly too much effort. Poorly, poorly thought through opinion pieces. Well, you on don't mean opinion pieces, pieces. You mean a person recording their opinion. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I suppose that's right. Yeah, not, not a piece. Not a plan. You're not piece. thinking of effort. You're thinking of I turned on the camera and said words. Yeah, I bet, well, I bet like us, but you know, at least we have some sort of plan. <laughs> as vague as it is. Hey, we're we're you know decade, nearly nearly fourteen years professionals at this point. Yeah, what's, what's the it? podcast about again? It's about video games. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I guess we should start talking about that now that we've yeah. done the bullshit section for a while. Well, no, no, wait, hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on. I need, I need a, I want a, um, before we do any of that, I, I kind of want a, um, a temperature check on with Dan about. Yeah, okay, I know you're not watching Ahsoka, and now you've cap you've you've cancelled your Disney Plus. Yeah, I like, finished watching Loki. And oh, okay, I've not seen that yet. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm sure. pretty I'm pretty hyped for that. Um, okay, uh, but yeah, so I'm not. I, 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 so I'm still working my way through Ahsoka slowly uh, in our in our <laughs> usual way. Uh, Space, Space Whales, Whales confirmed. 
Space whales confirmed. Like they're called star whales. <laughs> they're called they're called pergil, aren't they, or something? Yeah, got, they have got some other name, but I can't remember what the bloody hell that was. But they are referred to as star whales. Um, uh, laser swords. <laughs> Isn't that swords. what George Lucas constantly calls lightsabers laser swords for some reason? <laughs> <laughs> he always says the wrong thing about his own uh, stuff. I mean, that's a great troll, but <laughs> <laughs> he does it all the time. There's that bit in the Plinkett review where he's like, "Are they called gung- Are they called gungas or goongas?" Because he keeps saying goonga. Well, maybe nowadays he's not allowed to actually say it. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe that's part of his um sales. Yeah, anything he says isn't canon anymore. Yeah. yeah. Was it like we had a character who's actually turned up in the um, the Mandalorian? One of the clans of the Mandalorians is is the Vizsla clan or something like that. Because he called the character who was in the who'd who'd been uh, uh, concept hearted in the previs. He said this. He said that, that's pre Vizsla. Oh, is he? <laughs> <laughs> Which is literally a character. That's great. Uh, classic. Classic Star Wars name. Anyway, you know, anyway, the sort of the temperature. I guess I wanted to check is like, and then this is this is an episode one thing, so not super spoilery, um, but not the film episode one. <laughs> no, 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 not, no, not, not that episode one. Episode one of Ahsoka. This is this is this, this is the spoiler. Okay, that's fine. So, so I don't how, mind do, anyway. how do you feel about the survive, survivability of a straight stab through the stomach with a lightsaber? It's not that different from being um, shot in the stomach, is it? Actually, probably better because it's cauterizing yeah, it. Yeah. There's that argument that it's like cauterized or whatever. I don't it, think it would, it would leave like a massive, just perfect hole. Probably not bigger I, than a bullet hole, really. I don't like sabers. I don't like sabers like fist sized. Like, it, but bullets it pull might a lot be better of than a bullet. You're right because a bullet is like the damage isn't like the little bit when it goes in. It's the oh, like, no, no, no. yeah, yeah. It comes it's, through. It's, it's the exit wound is much bigger than the entrance. Exactly. Wound, yeah. Right? Whereas the, with a lightsaber, I guess it's just a perfect. It's, it's a vaporizer. <laughs> yeah, but it's like it's still a fist width hole, pretty much. Like just going straight through you. And they just. I think of... it would be very bad for you. I mean, that would well, definitely yeah. go through some major organs, like multiple points of the intestine. Of course, be, there's a good chance. Fun. There's a good chance it's burnt through half your spine. Like I well, suppose, like maybe, yeah, exactly. Where yeah. It hits. yeah, but it doesn't but, matter. You just jump in a back to tank, <laughs> and you're all good. Right, that's true. Right. Okay. So that's sort <laughs> except of... not though. I guess I never bacta, like yeah. the back that doesn't regrow parts, does it? Because it's like I he has to have a robot so. hand. It's not like his hand regrows. No. The Bacter was like after he got like mauled by the Wampa, right? That was like an exterior frostbite wounds as well, I guess. Stuff, wasn't it? And the frostbite, yeah. But Bacter um, is like, it is like a super antibiotics or whatever, right? You just, that's why they just dump you in it because it's just like get in there and get cured. <laughs> I mean, it's a plot device, but yeah. Sure. But yeah, yeah I, don't I, I don't know. It just sort of like, struck me as a bit strange. to survive that, unless you have some kind of, which they established in episode. Oh, God. Eight or yep. nine, <laughs> the you know, force healing or whatever, right? Which they never showed what that did to the wound, yeah. Of course, it's like you just get better, <laughs> yeah. I don't know, that struck me as like, I don't know that I've I don't know that I've seen that particular event happen in Star Wars before. And it just struck me as a little bit of like, wait, really? Are you technically- Hang on, but there wasn't there someone in Obi-Wan who got like stabbed and then survived? Well, technically like Darth Inquisitor Maul gets cut guy. in half and survives. Yeah, that's true. Wait, he's a- he gets robot yeah. legs. Oh. Did you not see, he, that's canon, like that he's survived because he was in um, 
uh, the end of uh, the. I mean, that could have missed all of his vital organs, really, depending on how close to the hips that cut was. I mean, you might have lost one vital organ below the hips. (laughs) Yeah. Of the vitalist. (laughs) The vitalist. Oh, man. They just want to bring back him because he's a cool looking. Yeah, he's badass. It was a plot device. Um, yeah, no, I don't think. But you're right, Zach. Like they've already done stupider yeah. before. That's, that's, I think that's the like, detail I was missing. They, like they've done it before, and it's like, okay, okay, maybe that's. I do think that's that's really stupid, and it, it, it's all I cheap. Don't. It sort of cheapens the lightsaber to, for me. Like, yeah, well, I kind of, I guess. But like, you, I, it, well, if it was just that it killed you when it touched you anywhere, that would be the opposite end of the oh, world. Yeah, of course. <laughs> There's got to be some like, survivability. Yeah, I mean, fine. If you, if you, yeah, if you lop an arm off, you're not going to just die from the arm. From, from the, oh, from messing, I'm missing my arm. Blah! Uh, it's not... And uh, to get really ridiculous in, in excuses, we don't know what the internal organs of the people in that universe are like. Oh, man, I suppose that's true. <laughs> yeah. Was it a human? Yeah, t- I mean, was, was I mean, it a human? Well, no, for a start, but yes. <laughs> well, you know, yeah, what I mean, human enough. As a in, human as in the in... same sense as Luke Skywalker. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, 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 that level. That completely independently evolved in a galaxy far, far away <laughs> a long <laughs> yeah. time ago. But yeah, we don't talk about that. Yes, a human enough person. Oh uh, yeah. Not a Twilek or anything like that. As, as, as mm. you know. Anyway, is that your your main point? Yeah, yeah. That was, that was the, also, also that show is 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 starting to tick me off because it is very clearly one of those shows where it's like uh, the plot is only really by driven by a key a key member of the cast being a total idiot the entire time. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, and it's just like, oh, that's so annoying. That is so annoying. It's like you are clearly making the wrong decision. You have been told to make a different decision, and you're clearly make. You're just an idiot. <laughs> See, that's why Andor was good because it wasn't like that. No, right? exactly. And Andor is fantastic. Yeah. I love Andor. Can't, yeah, season, and that is coming back season, season two. two. There's yeah. a trailer, I think. Um, bring so, it you know, on. There's some Star Wars <laughs> that's worth watching. I mean, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not disliking Ahsoka. Like I'm being a bit, I'm a bit, it's a bit of a Rob review. It's like, I'm still kind of, I'm kind of enjoying it, but it's just, there are, there's, there's clear like plot elements to it where it's just out of the, it's out of the lazy book. If you ask me, like, it's just, hmm. these are, these are not good plot devices. These are not, uh, yeah, they just frustrate me as a viewer. As a consumer of your media. In actual Star Wars, like, like actual Star Wars, you know, from the eighties. Like, does anyone get her? <laughs> right? Yeah, okay. Actual, real yeah. Star Wars. Does anyone actually get hurt with a lightsaber? Like, apart from the cutting off of limbs. Well, yeah, because they cut limbs. Luke's arm off, don't they? Well, and the Wampa and that dude yeah. in the bar. <laughs> all yeah, his oh, limbs. Yeah, they do. Just yeah, cutting off all the time. Limb chopping off. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> they yeah, they that, love a limb loss. It, yeah, Luke Skywalker gets his arm cut off, and so does Ponda Boba, right? In the bar yep. by an old man. Um, they're the two key ones, right? And then uh, does he cut off Darth Vader's arm at the end? Yes, but it's like, a robot yeah. arm, obviously, at that point. But it's already. a robot arm already because he got symbolism. Yeah. Mm. Conveniently. Yeah. Indeed. And then he looks at his own arm. Yeah, okay. Yeah. 
I mean, oh, I mean Dad, we've got something in common. People, people in that film get shot by blasters and don't die. In those, in those films. That's true. Leia takes and a shoulder it... shot and she's totally fine. Right. So let me rephrase, like... But then blasters have always been wildly inconsistent, right? I'm kind of okay with the blaster thing because they always they always seem wildly... Like, stormtroopers can get shot with a blaster through their freaking armour and they're, and they're dead. They're just, they're just gone. Yeah. <laughs> in Who Gets Killed With A Lightsaber... In Jedi, maybe when he's rescuing them and he's on the the skiff by the Sarlacc. Yeah, they fight a lot of he fights a lot of people, but you never really yeah. see the hits happen in that. No, fight. they sort of just spark and then they fall over, right? Or it's like a they far away in. shot where you don't really see the mm. actual hit happening. He's just waving it around. <laughs> Is that true that no one gets killed with a lightsaber and that you see I mean, directly? I mean, I guess that, that can't yeah. be true. Apart from obviously Obi Wan Kenobi, just like crumbling you know, yeah. into nothing. Yeah, sure. I mean, he kills the the pit monster, right? Oh, he doesn't have his lightsaber, does he? For that, no, he doesn't. No, he hits a, hits a door with a rocket and crushes him. Yeah. <laughs> Very sad for the keeper of the yep. rancor. <laughs> was a good. There was a good two second performance by that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> felt it, man. I felt it. Dooku, I suppose, but that's not that's later. No, that's not real Star Wars. <laughs> and you don't even see that happen either. <laughs> mm, kind of. Yeah, I guess in those original films, no one actually appears to directly get hit. Mm. <laughs> that you can directly see for sure. But you're right. Several, multiple people get their arms chopped off by a lightsaber, so it wasn't it wasn't nothing. <laughs> yeah. And in that first one in the bar, there's even a bunch of blood, which implies that it doesn't cauterize. Yeah. Oh, wait, blood. what? Yeah, there's a this shot changes of, his, of his arm just on the floor, yeah. right? loose from his body. I mean, maybe it was a very, it was such a quick uh, slash, slash that it didn't really cauterize as it went. I don't think you could. I mean, that was pretty unwarranted, like chopping that guy's arm off. I mean, I, I mean, I know we're threatening Luke, but like, <laughs> come on. <laughs> I mean, it is a dive bar. Like, yeah, sure. What do you expect? I... But what else can you... You can't really do anything less bad than that with a lightsaber. That's the problem. <laughs> that's the thing. It's, it's the hand that, Well, nothing. that's the whole problem, right? If you get... I mean, you could take an ear, I suppose. God, you'd have to be pretty accurate. You're a Jedi. Sure. Use the force. He's yeah. a bit old at this point. Give him a haircut. It hasn't I mean, been practiced for a while. They're meant to be analogous to a katana, right? Presumably. Mm, like, yeah. um, like a samurai kind of thing. And I suppose in those kind of films... It is like just a cut, right? There's not really a, yeah. not really a bludgeon. It's just a straight cut. Yeah, I mean, it's just a blow straight to the head and it instantly kills you. That was how it would work, right? <laughs> Star Wars. I'm sorry, not sorry. I started this whole thing. Really. <laughs> well, yeah, this no. is one of our traditional podcast subjects of analyzing Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Also, oh. we watched, uh, keeping on the sort of TV tip a little bit, we watched, uh, and, that, and then just that that Disney Plus tip, just to, just to rub it in a bit, uh, we watched that um, new Poirot, uh, A Haunting oh, yeah. in Venice. It's pretty good. It's pretty yeah, good. I heard it was a it's bit better, better than oh, the other def- ones. It's definitely better than Death on the Nile, and obviously like yeah. or- the Murder on the Orange Express was good, but, you know, it's, everyone knows that story, I guess. Yeah, um, it's a remake, yeah. Um, but, but yeah, Haunting, remake, ha- Haunting yeah. in Venice is pretty good. You can feel the Ridley Scott influence a little bit. Um, oh, did he work on it? He's he's involved. Yeah, um, okay. I don't know if he's like full on the director or anything like that, but he's he's involved a little bit. So you know, there's 
you know, there's the, some of the scenes are shot spookily, shall we say. And if you're a fan of Dutch angles, there's a lot of them. Oh, Dutch angles. They're so Dutch. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> i tell you the worst offender for that was I tried to watch, because my brother recommended it to me, and this is quite niche, but there was an HBO miniseries years ago, like pre-Brander Brothers kind of, about um era of HBO miniseries, mm. uh, about like the founding fathers. It was about... John Adams, I think, pulled by, called, uh, played by, um, what's his name, Giamatti. Is it Paul Giamatti? Oh, Giamatti. Um, right, yeah, 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 I know you mean. Yeah. yeah. The, the uh, bad guy yeah. from Shoot'em Up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I always liked him. Uh, and yeah, I cool. like, it's an inter- I mean, Obviously, it's a bit like... Uh, Didn't he play American the rhino in Spider-Man at some point? Yeah, I think yeah. so. <laughs> For very briefly. Yeah. So he played John Adams, and I thought, oh, that's an interesting historical thing. You know, obviously a bit, a bit, a bit, you know, bigging up America because it's all about the independence and like the, the yes. formation of America. But I'll give it a go. Oh my God, Dutch angles. Every single mm-hmm. angle is Dutch. It's like, it's so hard to watch because everything is wonky all the time. It's like, why did they make this choice? Could they just shoot it normally? It's a historical drama. I, I guess mean, they I... were like, we've got to spice it up somehow. Well, or were they trying to like, make it not look like it's a handheld camera in the, the past but like we have to make yeah. every shot an artistic frame yeah. shot that makes it, it clear that this is meant to be a picture not literally someone holding a camera filming this <laughs> but pictures are not at, usually at Dutch no, angles I mean, no. but then how else do you represent that in video I guess I mean is it to get more wonky as the characters get tired is it supposed to like is it, <laughs> is it like a uh, cinematic device in some way or not that I could tell <laughs> no, just just wonk uh, for the hell of it it was just all on a wonk it's like you know period drama but completely on a wonk for some reason <laughs> anyway full of wonkers you need someone to make a, a like and not Timothy Chalamet. A video editing software plugin yeah. that just undutch angles things. So yeah, you can just put the video in there and just hit the button and it oh, just mate. fixes it. I mean, it would zoom it, but yeah. it and cut bits out, but at least it, it would be like, like stabilization, not... but only for yeah, Dutch exactly. angles. That's probably <laughs> possible. Apply that to that. Right. Uh, yeah, you could re- that's probably doable, right? An AI pass yeah, and you just probably. go, yeah. Oh, the Wonka film apparently is good. Apparently, okay. after all that, like uh, it looked because the trailers look pretty bad. It's, it's like um, pre Wonka, isn't it? As well? <laughs> yeah, it's like a, a prequel, and it's a musical, which they're not they're no. not really advertising in the uh, trailers. Oh. I think on purpose. <laughs> Rob has been fooled. Which, <laughs> you have signed yeah, me uh, out. <laughs> which, by the way, have you seen the freaking trailer for Mean Girls? Like, it's so oh, right. confusing. Yeah. Wait, what? Because they're bringing that back. Mean Girls, and I mean, it's like a whole. I'm kind of into that first Mean Girls film. That was good. Yeah, yeah, Mean Girls is great. Yeah. Uh, but like Mean Girls, it's a whole new cast, and you watch the trailer, and it's like, this is the exact same story. Why are they remaking it? It's the same. What's right. the deal? And you watch the whole thing, and I was like so confused by it. And then I found out afterwards that it's, it's a, a film of the musical of Mean Girls, but oh, there's nothing God. in the trailer that tells you that. So that's the reason it exists, because it's the it's the musical film of Mean Girls. Right. But there's nothing in the trailer. It just looks like a straight, full-on remake of Mean Girls, complete with Tina Fey. <laughs> like, oh, oh, wait, so she's back. Okay, that's Yeah, because she wrote it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, huh. yeah, super confused. And with, like, updates of, like, it's got 
John Hamm on TikTok or whatever. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know they're trying to bring it up today. Um, and I suppose TikTok's probably an important part of being a mean girl in. In 2023, Presumably, yeah, um, yeah. But in fact, most of it probably would just be like text messages, right? If yeah, it was, if it was, yeah. if it was real life, Instagram stories, yeah. Mm. And yeah, sorry, my point on the Wonka film is, and I've been seeing this around today because I was out today. Um, the the poster has a picture of Timothy Chalamet as Wonka that was clearly taken with him standing up, but they photoshopped sitting down legs onto him. <laughs> and God. it looks insane. <laughs> it okay, looks so bit, weird. And it's everywhere. So do watch out for that because okay. he looks so bizarre. Okay. Yeah, I want to see that. I, I, I shouldn't bad mouth it too much because I actually kind of like the, you know, the, um, oh, what's his name? I was about to say Gene Simmons. This is not Gene Simmons, is it? It's Gene... The original Wonka film, uh, Wilder. Wilder, yeah. yes, thank you. Yeah, yeah, um, I, yeah, because I, I, I quite like that version of the film. And oh, yes, yeah. it's a musical, like it, it, of course it is. Um, but so I don't know why I'm being a bit harsh on it. But general, just as a general rule, musicals suck. <laughs> so it's, um, uh, yeah, yeah. Whenever you say that, it's just like, oh, okay, I'm less interested now. But then, but then, you know, if um. Uh, Hugh Grant sings me a Oompa Loompa song. Maybe, maybe I'm happy. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's okay. <laughs> I mean, it's directed by the guy who made the Paddington film, right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. You know, so that should go. be good. Probably, probably good. Anyway, <laughs> check out that poster. It looks completely insane. <laughs> the worst part of the like the Wonka thing is there's been this awful like Twitter ad that's like. Timothy Chalamet, like, uh, like clearly, like incredibly poorly green screened or something in front of right. like a fake curtain. It's like presenting something to to you or something, and then it like opens and it just looks like a um like an ad for like Clash Royale or something, like you know, <laughs> right. just, just a bad mobile game ad. And it's like, why have you done that? That looks like, just show me a trailer. Like, it just it's it's awful. It's awful. Like, I don't they, know. What, they I, made a meme for that. Yeah. But then the advertising company stole it. I don't, I don't know why they did that. It's just it's just it's just awful. Marketing sucks. <laughs> well, one more, just to finish this section off by moving okay. it back around to shit YouTube okay. adverts again. Wait, yeah. full Yay. cycle. Back where we started. Callback. Uh, one of the one of the things that I'm still I'm still getting the million upon million of bullshit mobile game ads for this one game with very slight variations. But now the variations that I've started seeing are the ones where at the start of the advert it just pops up a little text box that's like, "Wow, the ending is so incredible! Make sure you stay to the end." And then, then it's just like. It's literally just the same advert again and nothing's changed. It's like, great, thanks. That's the level of marketing we're getting now, just trying to fake you out by telling you that it's so incredible when you watch at the end. Great. Brilliant. Great. It's like, great, thanks. Watch all of That should just be literally false advertising. <laughs> Except, you know, how can you define incredible? <laughs> <laughs> It's definitely not incredible when you've already seen the same advert again without that on it, though. <laughs> so there's a podcast about video games. Yeah, yeah, and there were and there was a big show with a lot, which was basically you might have watched it on YouTube adverts. and got a yeah. million goddamn <laughs> adverts. God, yeah. Should we talk about it? What's been happening? Well, I was trying to find the Wonka legs. I didn't. I didn't find them. Uh, <laughs> Rob's really? momentary googling did not succeed. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Alrighty, what has been happening in news? Well, TGAs is the main thing. Yep. That, that that went down. But 
Let's 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 do this in a semi chronological order. Hey Dan, tell us about that uh, GTA Six. Oh, there was a trailer for GTA Six. Yep. Oh my God, how many years has it been? Um, decade. Yeah, decade. <laughs> to to uh, go along the little genre of a uh, pretty stellar trailers over the years. The one for GTA Four was pretty good. I was I was. For- I don't know. I soured on this a little bit when when I uh, sort of saw the Kotaku thing that basically most of the trailer is just they copied like actual Florida TikToks. Like it's not like they didn't come up with half of it. It is just them putting that in their world. And I'm like, oh well, that's okay. Sure, Florida the hell out of this game. That's that's fine. But also, this, that doesn't make this, this makes this trailer less impressive to me. <laughs> like, like it's, it's they didn't. Yeah. They didn't come up with their own bullshit. They just used the real bullshit. Yeah, they, they used real. They used the real stuff, which is wild on its own. Don't get me wrong, but also it's just like, oh, okay, no, that's this is this is considerably less inventive than I thought it was. Um, oh, oh, I, I, I see. Soured it's on... a parody, though, isn't it? It's a satire of American culture. That's well, but that's also. the problem, isn't no, it? It's not even it's like... a parody. It's just the yeah. culture. It's that's a copy. I, that's it's not I, a parody. <laughs> like, that's why I said to Rob, it's like you actually can't parody Florida now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're going to try. If anyone's going to give it a go, I guess it's going to be Rockstar. But then that's the point. They did try. They didn't. They, no, they, they just took exactly what those TikToks are. Because oh I was... my god, it looks amazing. It does <laughs> look amazing. So hyped. I cannot wait. <laughs> I mean, it it's going like to be like the like biggest GTA. cultural event for like I I don't know. <laughs> it's going to be so huge. I don't oh, know of, how of course they're going to. But it's yeah. Yeah. I don't know. yeah. Anyway, I was not disappointed. <laughs> hmm. Although I haven't looked up every uh, TikTok video from Florida, I have to admit, so, or hmm. ever been on TikTok. Uh, but I like how they integrated that aspect into because you've got to do that, I guess, because that's the current culture. It's kind of weird looking back now because if you look at GTA Four, we had like sort of smartphones right as part of the game interface and then by gta 5 you had kind of life invader right wasn't it the facebook and the fact that it's gone so past that now and it's a totally different era of um social media to 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 satirize along with everything else about i mean that's probably why it like plays into plays you know it worked out that they they have held off for so long before you know actually committing to one of these right like the thing they're at the point i think with gta almost that they do have to wait for a cultural shift for it to make sense for them to make one at least yeah. one that's set in the modern era yeah. if they were to go back mm. in time i think that would be cool also can you imagine them doing a 70s like gta now or like yeah, or, or actually revisit gta now? london <laughs> like which is our you know the dream for me like like just do that 60s gta london again but do it with your modern tech that would be freaking cool but well, these uh, are all the questions aren't they that we've had for years it's yeah. like and that's what I find interesting about this. It's like I've wondered for years, and we've talked about it on the podcast, of like what do they do after five, like in terms of b- because of the scope situation and the fact that it's grown so much over the years that it means that you can't do like like um, Grand Theft Auto Vice City, you know, was a quite specific uh, parody of you know that it was miami but it was like miami vice and Mm. it was um scarface and it was a certain era certain thing but like that's now the scope of these games is too big to to really just zero in on that theme yeah Yeah, exactly and that's where something like you know gta 5 is like modern day california has enough 
stuff enough references enough films and everything about it that you can that you can do that but yeah, uh, yeah and, it's, but it's, my it's... question was like how do you where do you go from there always and like as soon as i saw this it was like oh i actually get it <laughs> okay there's actually because my oh, for years i've been like well the obvious one you know they, they've gone through the generations and they do new york and then, and then they've done Miami because they did that one-off thing for the mm. '80s vibe or whatever. It made sense to do Miami then because of Miami Vice and all that stuff. That made sense, and the tech at the time meant it was a right size of city to do. So it worked out really well. Vice City's like brilliant, <laughs> brilliant. Um, and then they did uh, LA, obviously New York, LA. And then it's like, okay, next generation, we go back to New York, but now we have the much more sophisticated technology and graphics, etc. And then naturally, then they do LA, but with the because with but San Andreas area. they did yeah. like all of California, right? Mm. They tried to do and more. They did Las Vegas and and San Francisco. They were like, how big can we go? Uh, and like GTA Five is like. Uh, at that kind of level of technology, to, they did a baby Los Angeles, and then they did a wider Southern California, right, with the big mountain and all of that stuff, mm. and the, the 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 coastal highway and all of that stuff. So they could do, you know, where Trevor lives is like quite far from the city and sure, all of that yeah. stuff. Like, so you could have a lot of stuff in there. So the question for all these years is like, well, the obvious next place to go is Vice City, right? But that's too small now. How does that work? GTA 5, the scope was so huge of all of California. Like if you go to Vice City, you can't have a big mountain because there's no mountains in Florida. Like that doesn't, how does that work? It was my, always my question. It's like, how do you reconcile the expected giant scope? We just did Red Dead 2, which was like half half of the US or whatever. Sure. <laughs> like all these different variety. And it had a huge city in it of San Denis or whatever. Mm. Um, how do you you know, does Vice City even make sense when it was just worked so well for this little pocket 80s niche, you know, uh, that, you know, Vice City, uh, what am I saying? Miami Vice kind of thing. Does that work now? And their answer is and that, swamps. <laughs> the answer is, I mean, it, then I saw the trailer and it was like, oh, it actually makes total sense. <laughs> I, I don't, feel like... See, here's the thing. I don't, I don't, I'm sure I full, I'm fully on board with that as a think because they can always make the cities bigger and more realistically sized they could always just make them denser well, you could do, but bigger they make that, and focus in like but, do the cyber make them interesting thing, right yeah but that's the thing is if you make it now presumably they have the technology that they could actually model like a small city like maybe miami or something fully right but you know with all the streets if they wanted but why would you do that? That's not fun. Like it's not. The, 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 you, you're trying to do <laughs> trying like to expand some empty swamps aren't necessarily fun either. No. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly. The, that's the thing that sort of. Yeah, that's never been what they've done. Is try to make. That's why those worlds don't feel as empty as some other. Like no, don't get me wrong. Worlds, I, I, I get know. it, but I, I think it's possible. I, I just don't think it's impossible to do to to. You know, if they went smaller scale, like smaller scope, and just focused in on a city and told a city-based based story, I kind of think that would be fine because, like, I kind of think sometimes that's what they're the, doing though. Sometimes the variation yeah. isn't the strength in GTA. Like sometimes, yeah, I sometimes agree. go like the extended periods. Don't get me wrong; I think GTA Five struck that balance better than most. But some, like the, the the but the extended periods out in the wilderness, for instance, in open world games, after having you been in the city before and then you come out of it, those can kind of yeah. suck. 
like and yeah. they can they can they can like draw the pacing away from from what was an interesting game and pull you out of it so i'm ah, yeah i don't know i'm not i'm not i'm not bothered by but i think this is a smaller scope in that sense i think this is that is what they've done and i think it's the right thing to do even sure. though you get the shots of the swamps or whatever it's like I think it is more focused um, and I think it actually makes sense to do that this time around and make it. And it's back to my classic theory of video games, which is like that I always go on about. And I suppose that's the difference between, you know, Tears of the Kingdom and Mario Wonder is like one's, you know, it's one's like very, very vast scope, but maybe not as, what do you call it? I don't know. I always think of it as like, perfection but i don't know what the best or gaminess of it but like i always think like the the perfect game is tetris right <laughs> um, but it doesn't have the scope you know sure. and i think that the game that struck the best balance between like being a perfect awesomely fun video game in the minutiae or whatever and having a vast scope was actually breath of the wild i think that's the mm. game that's done it the best ever um but like obviously mario wonder for example is is much smaller scope than tears of the kingdom but it's has it nails the, its elements that, stronger yeah nails the kind of gameplay focus or whatever not that i mean i think tears of the kingdom plays great but anyway um but for gta it's like that now's the time to narrow the scope a bit and make it more like a perfect, sure. like shorter, smaller story. You've only got two characters, right, rather than three, which is good. Yeah, seems focused. I like that, and I, I, I don't know. It, it, I'm, I'm pretty hype. Yeah, I mean, it'll be a moment for sure. And I'm not exactly. I, I, I find it difficult to get hype about GTA because I'm just, I'm just never into it as much as you are. But like, or as, yeah, as much as the greater population is, and. I think they've been quite hit and miss over the years. It's like I I just haven't I didn't get into San Andreas. I didn't get into GTA four. I found GTA four very irritating, actually. Five was like the first one in a long time that actually connected and was like, mm. this is this is good and I see, I can see it through and I can play it. But that still didn't mean it was a perfect game. It had plenty of flaws. It had plenty oh, of no. plenty of oddities but like i'm in it for its storytelling primarily and that stuff was good so like fine if you nail that and get and, and allow the mission design to support that still without being irritating then i'm i'm in um so in it for me smaller scope is appealing like they just need yeah. to con- they need to confirm what that is like and if that is true and stuff like that then then i'm you know i i, I would find that more interesting um that's how I mean. Not not that you can get that much from a ninety second trailer. No, but that we have absolutely like no that, idea. That's what yeah. they, it feels like that's what they've done because, like, you know. Anyway, so also female protagonist confirmed. I guess that's the other big deal. Yeah, I mean that's cool. Uh, she seems cool. <laughs> I guess yeah. from what you can tell from the five seconds you get to see of of Lucia, um, and would fit. You know is going to be able to go into all those different kind of situations and cultures and stuff that are represented, which is cool. Sure, yeah. Um, and yeah, and the satire element, that's always stronger in the trait. I mean, it's important in the in the game, but like it does, it never swamps like the story. It's always like a, you know... It's an, it's an element, yeah. It's like, it's like a yeah, theme. It's an element. Yeah. It's a, it's a... I mean, sometimes they go a bit... I mean, they have been too heavy-handed with it in the past. Like, um... um I kind of don't mind that if they do it as like a side comedy mission, right? If it's yeah, like, exactly. Then, yeah. then sure, go nuts, do do whatever you want to do. That stuff's fine. Um, it feels like this will be, you know, 
I hope, especially because with Red Dead 2, they went with a very somber story, honestly, mm. like uh, more. And this will be a bit more lighthearted than that, but I think it will be a bit more focused than than GTA 5 swapping between Trevor and, or, and uh, Michael and all of that stuff. That, I mean, it was good. That was cool. And it was cool how all their stories like interwove, were interwoven and came yeah, together. Yeah, yeah. And everything. It, was, it, was, it was well done. Yeah. But tonally, it was a little bit. All over the place in, in certain certain well not not all intentionally over the place, but, yeah. I think you know yeah it's... exactly well, I think this feels like it'll be a bit more focused which is cool yeah um, um if if it is then uh, that that definitely raises my hype level a little yeah uh I suppose well, well yeah, sort of talking more solid facts it's like okay so we, this is gonna hundred percent be uh, current gen only yep they're not fully uh, current gen which makes sense why would you um. Uh, no PC. I mean, because they version. know they'll be re-releasing this for another ten years after this. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so no PC version at launch, which is Rockstar standard. It's a bit frustrating. Standard. They're still yeah. doing that because it's often quite a delay, isn't there? Like a year maybe before they get around to doing the the PC yeah. versions. It could be worse. Um, it's better than. I mean, it could be never. Red Dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but so I think so, that's fair enough. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's uh, perhaps points towards the fact that like they're not replacing GTA Online within anytime soon, right? It, it, I guess it's my take yeah. on that because it's like if it's not out on PC, they are not replacing GTA Online. Um, no, I'm sure they'll keep that going. Yeah. Um, before presumably they unleash unleash some kind of GTA Online for GTA Six at some point and start pushing everyone in that direction. They're going to do that. It's going to happen. Oh, of but, course. Um, but yeah, it's not, it's it's going to be some ways off. So if you're a if you're yeah. a GTO player, don't you know this is this you might you might want to hold off. Um, uh, it's nice to see. I know obviously they wouldn't not do this, but like the cars are. It's funny that the cars are the same model of cars from like GTA Three. You know some of them. <laughs> like, I mean, sure, that's great. Yeah. yeah. I like, like the same parody Ferrari and the same yeah, parody yeah, yeah. muscle car, and you, <laughs> yeah. you've, you've got to keep the world going at this point, right? Yeah, and it's like <laughs> it's cool. Why wouldn't you? Uh, yeah, and the, and the, the other thing to note, uh, well, the other thing that came up in the news actually was Rockstar talked a little bit about uh, um, or uh, the Series S support, right? Because they're oh, they're, right, okay. they're a little bit annoyed about the fact that they they actually have to put this out on Series S. They they kind of don't want to. They want to focus on the X and PS5 versions. Yeah, that and, makes sense. Um the the S is proving a challenge for them. Um uh because uh, of the, you know, it's supposed to just be the whole the whole point in the S's design was that it was supposed to be uh, just to be a graphical downgrade, right? So it's like it's it's not it shouldn't impact the games you make for it. Um because the GPU isn't quite str- as strong, or the memory, ba- the memory, the total memory isn't as strong in in theory to re- you know, by how much of a resolution drop you're taking, so you don't load in mm. so many textures or something like that. Blah 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 blah. Uh, in reality, that's obviously not going to play out for every game, and apparently in this no. case, it's it it is a challenge for GTA, right? Because um, they're squeezing the whatever they can out of the Series X and yeah, PS5, and- right? And Microsoft have only capitulated on their rules for Series S and Series X um, parity once, and that is for Baldur's Gate 3, where they couldn't get the co-op play to work on Series S. Right, um, yeah. So Baldur's Gate 3 for Xbox, which is now out. It's, fin- it's finally out on Xbox because um, yeah. it was held up for exactly that reason. Um, yeah, you can only play co-op on Series X because they couldn't get it to work. Um and that is the one time Microsoft have said, fine. <laughs> well, 
if anyone's going to get an exception. <laughs> but, but the game still came out. That's the thing. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so if they can't get it functioning on Series S, then there, there, may, there may be trouble ahead. For, for Xbox well, owners. but for I mean, what's Microsoft going to do? Uh, yeah, they're, they're going to want it, but it's like yeah. yeah, the whole. But it's it's going to be annoying um, for for Xbox customers if they if yeah, that's true. If Microsoft relent, um, so at the moment they're targeting it is, is basically the news. Yeah. There, there's like yeah. they are trying. Um, do we have any? Yeah. Do we have a date on this? Is it is it twenty four? No, it can't be twenty four. No, it's right? twenty five. Twenty five. Twenty five. Yeah. It's a 2025. Yeah. yeah. Which I'm sure, yeah, makes sense. I mean, that's similar to previous when they've had the trailers, I think, probably a, at least a year before the games come out. Uh, the first trailer, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. And I, I like, I mean, it looks amazing, but also like. So I think so it looks, nice I think it just, other than density aside, because it wins on the density front for me, I think that's, that's the impressive part of the visuals for me. It's just like, you know, crap. Yeah. As much the crowd on that beach, for instance, there's a lot of people on that beach. That's quite, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's kind of neat. But like, other than that, I just thought, mm, it just look, kind of looks like a modern video game. You know, it didn't, didn't feel like it was pushing too many boundaries, like in terms of tech, just, but the density looks cool. Um, that, yeah. that's, that's clearly improved. Um, I like that. You know, as tech improves or whatever, and you think at certain point, like they'd think, like, well, we can do all this rendering, so why let's go for a photorealistic look? But mm. they've recognised that now's not the time for that. No matter how yeah. good this stuff gets, it's they've it's, gone for a stylized look with the characters, and I think they look really good. Yeah, yeah and yeah. they look like GTA characters, but they look a lot better than GTA Five characters or you know yeah. or, or Red Dead characters even. That sort of like hyper photorealistic approach, I think, is only possible within small scope currently. Yeah, like it's, indeed, like, there, there, yeah. There, there's only been a few cases. There's that cop like. Um, what was it body cam game that had oh, everyone yeah. freaking out because because of, of how realistic it looked? Um, yeah, sure. And it's like that's that's probably quite a small scope project um, to just make see you know, for that to be the thing. But like, yeah, with GTA, it's like I'm not a, 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 I kind of don't I'm not surprised. I would rather them bulk out the world with like a multitude of things and detail yeah. and and do all that. It, 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 and if they can't hit photorealism by doing that, that's fine. That is fine. Like, and I, I think it looks good this way. Yeah. 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 I don't. I don't want to say. I don't want to say I'm knocking the look. That's not what I meant. But like, it's just no. like in, ter- in terms of tech progression. I like. I wasn't blown away by how it looked. Mm. It's just. Uh, you know, it's, it's clearly got Rockstar's level of detail though, which is always. Yeah. I mean, I think Red Dead Two looks fucking. Red amazing, Dead looks great. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Be nice to see that in. I don't know why there isn't a PS5 version of that, but anyway, that's another that's another yeah. rock starism. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, the only the only reason the only reason you get the 4K version is because of PC and Microsoft put the work in to do it themselves, right, on a Series right. X because it all. Oh right, yeah, yeah they they, they hacked it <laughs> effectively. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, so yeah, it is a bit weird that there isn't a PS5 um, version of it. Um, yeah. Yeah, but what else about that trailer? I don't know. Uh, it's not like it's not like in the old days where it's like, oh wow, there's helicopters or whatever or something like that. Like because all the stuff's been in previous GTA games. It's sure. just more a vibe, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, absolutely. Uh, yeah, it looks cool. And I just hope uh, again, which I think they did okay, pretty better job with 
with GTA five and I hope they continue it because it kind of went backwards with, with Red Dead two was like prioritizing um I don't know, player input. Oh, game over animation. Over, yeah. over animation. I feel like that ma- I feel like that matters more in GTA than it did in Red Dead, because I didn't it was yeah. there, but I didn't mind it that much in Red Dead. Or at least I don't remember minding it that much. I yeah, it's kind. I don't know. It's There's different places where it's Red annoying. Dead too. Yeah. I mean, they're doing it like it's a deliberate game or whatever. But mm. like, it just I I felt like Red Dead Two wasn't as fun to play as Red Dead One, even though it was like way cooler in a million different ways. Um, and I hope that they, you know, I hope that they find a way. There must be some way to strike, n- not just strike a night a better balance, but also have both you know have your cake and eat it surely you can mm. do both now with better technology of like have like really responsive controls and great looking animation um but it's just like uh, i i get that that in breath of the wild you can walk up to an apple and hit a button and it may goes and you've picked up the apple whereas in red dead 2 if you go over to an apple your character has to like step over it and like lean down and pick up the sure, apple and yeah. like, whatever and then put it into somewhere that makes sense like his pocket or something but then it's it like, makes you think like, like unlike in Zelda where you don't care you just pick up everything it's like there's a, there's yeah. a, a, like a, there's a place for that because and then it makes you feel like oh pick up what's what do I want to spend my time picking up right it makes you it, 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 yeah, it, yeah, yeah. imparts value yeah oh totally I mean it's 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 a li- deliberate choice but it's like I think Come on, it does. It doesn't totally break my immersion just to, just no, to make it a bit easier. Not at all. Um, you find a bit more of a balance there, and I, I, and I think they will with GTA because GTA feels yeah. like it would. It, it just naturally will lean a bit more that way than Red Dead does. I mean, I actually still think that they went too far with the cars in GTA Five. The driving, I thought, I really liked the driving in Four, even though it, it was because it was like super physics based, and it was like some of them were like it was quite really, bouncy, wasn't it? They were bouncy. It was rolly. <laughs> it was a lot of body roll on those cars mm. and but i i liked it um it was a bit much but in gta 5 got too arcadey for me because it was cool and easy but it was too too easy <laughs> so i hope they bring i don't know bring a bit more kind of that bouncy rolly feel maybe I suppose, I suppose it depends on how, how bad a car you're driving right that's what it should be yeah like. well exactly it be, yeah it should be based on the car yeah exactly like a bit more variation because it's mm. a bit too easy you know to the point where you had like air control of cars, I think, in Gen Five, yeah, <laughs> somehow, right. stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Alrighty, uh, we need to TGA. crack on with the TGAs because we're let's do it. There's, there's still loads of that to get through. If we've got, if we want to have any time talking about what we've been playing, well, I hope you're going to summarise that list somewhat because <laughs> I feel like a lot of those names on this list is not super important. Uh. No, I mean, like in 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 on reflection, no, there's there's some stuff that can definitely be skipped over. Um, so yeah, there's a before the TJs even happened, there was a small uh, controversy around what even counts as an indie game because uh, um, mm. one of the categories was was obviously best independent game, and uh, it raised a few eyebrows when Dave the Diver turned up on the list. Now. Dave the Diver, like it has that, what you could argue, it has that vibe of an indie game. It has that, um, I don't know, mentality of it. But it doesn't. You don't have to go very deep before you realise. Oh, that's basically developed by Nexon, who are a pretty big Korean 
development house. Like, you know, multiple divi- This was developed by a division of Nexon, ultimately. And it's like, that's not really what... That's not really in the spirit of an independent game, right? This, this was a this was a big corporate machine making a game. I mean, it's not independent by definition, is it? It's- Pretty much, no. Um, so, so that has raised a few eyebrows, and it's like, and Jeff Keighley basically then came out and said, it's like, yeah, this is a really fascinating question, simply because it's like this is like the way the awards work, and he's always been open about this. Is they are they go and ask like, I think hundreds at this point. Like, there's quite a large list of basically like media outlets to be like, hey. you Provide us with a, provide us with one of your creators as a judge, or some of your creators for a judge, and then they cast votes on everything, uh, on what should be nominated, and ultimately what should be uh, um, chosen as the award winners. So, the onus is on the industry, the journalism <laughs> industry here. Like Jeff Keen has just thrown everyone under the bus. Basically, yeah. So these guys haven't done their research. No. So tell them they're bad. Yeah, exactly that. Yeah, right. and and. I find it hard to argue with him, honestly. It's like this is a cock up. Um, um, like, but it also like speaks to maybe the game awards. Maybe Jeff or maybe his team should have stepped in and been like, "No, <laughs> you guys not this is this. this is not what the awards is about." This or is maybe wrong. maybe we need to go one step further and go full Eurovision and have the expert board and the public board. Oh God, right? <laughs> but they have, they, yeah, because they only have they have one award in the TGAs that is like public voted, and it's like like here's the public choice award of the year, yeah, and um, and it's basically game of the year. But it doesn't have to be public voted; it just had to be like public nominated. <laughs> I mean, or I not nominated, or like maybe. proportionally, I guess they're, I guess they're or something. Afraid of getting like obviously, Rolled sure. Popularity votes are a problem, but that's yeah. why the that's why the Euro that's why the Eurovision is meant to have the export the board. The it doesn't work, but they try. Well, no, because the expert, yeah, the expert and the public votes are always so wildly different. <laughs> um, Eurovision, uh, yeah. It's a so it's it's an odd place to be and uh, like well you know fortunately enough it didn't win the oh, award sure. so so it's kind of moot anyway but um uh yeah I think I, I, I it's hard it's hard not to agree with the with the controversy in this case it's like yeah it's not it, it's not an independent game anyway you look at it um it has got a bunch of people obviously talking about okay but what is an indie game then if well it's yeah it's like it's, like, we, it's we, like it's clearly not that but like where where do we draw the line what about like and the games that are being released under the EA in these thing like does that EA originals yeah that's still that's, count that's a tricky one isn't it as soon as you get a publisher involved yeah. I mean, and most indie games are published by someone, right? Because, yes. like, you're like, uh, I don't think anyone has much of a problem with games pu- published by Annapurna, for instance, who like who go out of their way to find developers that are publish, making weird yes. stuff and just publish their work. Um, so then, do you need an investigation on like how involved the publishers are getting with these game companies and their and their development cycles? And it's like, are they influencing what the game is? In which case, are they truly independent? And it's like, I mean, that's... The, the actual answer is just rename the category and get rid of the word independent. <laughs> well, yeah, like, and then, but then you've got to like measure it by some other means and be like, okay, what does that really mean? Like, like small, small team, bu- small budget, small team, yeah, something like that. And then you need to prove that somehow. Um, yeah, or do you go down the route of it is just a vibe? In which case, do you need to reclassify what that is? It's like, uh, you know, when if not triple I in some way, triple V. <laughs> That's not what triple V's for, though. <laughs> triple V means something else. <laughs> yeah, can of worms, but I think they, I, I think they, I think the industry did get it wrong. 
David Diver isn't a, isn't an independent game. No. <laughs> That's no shade against David Diver as a game. I'm actually kind of interested to play it. Yeah. Like, it, it looks kind of cool. Um, uh, it's just just the state in these awards. Uh, anyway, so that all happened ahead of, ahead, of, ahead of the show. The show was quite long and quite... I would say pretty content rich, like almost there was a lot of new, new game announcements. There was a lot of, you know, basically like it was kind of better. It's better than Gamescom. It was better than the ONL. It's better than the other shows they do. There was just, there was a whole bunch of new stuff there. Whether or not you're interested or not is another question, but (laughs) like, like at least in terms of like a big event with a lot to say, they've done it again. It's like, there's, there's, uh, it's, it's one of the more interesting shows to watch. Um, so, uh, Did some, you watch it at half midnight or whatever? You no, I watched most of it today. <laughs> okay, fair. Um, so, so c- catching up with it. Uh, so, uh, Dead, the Dead Cells team are making a new game. About time, I suppose. Well, um, if you feel like they've fucking finished Dead Cells at any point, well, they yeah. never stop working on that goddamn it, thing. It, it keeps going. <laughs> um, yeah, they're making a uh, they're making something called Windblown that appears to be like more of a. I guess a Hades like, I suppose, if you wanted to do it that a sort of top down. You got half a more dimension. <laughs> yeah, I guess like like, like a, to- yeah, a top a top down sort of action RPG looking thing, possibly multiplayer. It wasn't hundred percent clear from the trailer. Um, uh, yeah, and it's called Windblown because everyone's wearing like these like jetpacks on their back to jump between sky islands or something. Okay. Um, <laughs> I was like, jetpacks doesn't mean wind. Oh, right, Sky. Okay. Yeah, but that's all like fans, I suppose. Yeah, it's 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 a very different vibe to Dead Cells. Mm-hmm. Um, although they they have a sort of like an they most of the trailer was animated, like Saturday morning cartoons. Well, style like Dead Cells was, yeah. So, um, yeah, I suppose. Uh, but the game itself, the little Isn't the little like we that, see, yes. the little we saw, wasn't like that pixelated look like Dead Cells. Um, so yeah, get hyped if you're a, if you're a fan of that team, um, Thrasher. I don't actually really know what this game was. I'm just excited for it because it's made by the guy that made Thumper. Well, and, considering the name, yeah. it's like it makes sense. Might be the same. <laughs> but, might but be it, more. Kind of not. It looked like some like weird like leafy caterpillar thing, and you're guiding it around. It looked like a VR game as well. And you're and there's <laughs> there's big heads, which I suppose is a Thumper thing um, to, that you're fighting and killing somehow. And it's like I have no idea what was going on in this trailer, but I am I'm, I'm hype because. Thumper was rad, so uh, uh, I'm I'm excited to see what this this ends up being. Um, uh, World of Goo, it's getting a sequel. I know that was the funniest one that I saw. Fifteen years it? later, it feels like yeah. longer. <laughs> I, mean, I suppose, yeah. Uh, I mean, World of Goo was like like when we when we talk about indie, right? It's like it's, it's like on, one it's, of the first. Yeah, it's on that sort of wave of indie being a, a considered part of the industry, right? It's a uh, uh, so it's it's an important game in 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 the history of that, and so for it to be getting, I mean, it's nice to see that company back, right? I forget what they're even called, but um, that they haven't done anything for ages, mm. or at least or at least I don't think they have. Um, so it's kind of cool to see them back. Um, and it looks like World of Goo is going like more than just bridge building in places like there's fluid dynamics and uh, and stuff at play here. Like the, uh, yeah, there's, 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 there look like it just looked like there was a lot more going on in terms of like what. And I guess they would have to be well, yeah. for this to be important. Um, so yeah, uh, it's, uh, look good, look good. Uh, Matthew McConaughey turned up for a game called Exodus. Um, I mean, there was quite a bit of celebrity action this this year. Uh, Matthew McConaughey kind of kicked that off. Um, 
yeah, he's he's a cat. He's this is his first video game appearance. Um, it's hard to know what Exodus actually is. It's some kind of spacefaring like thing where you're a traveler, quote unquote, who uh, for whom time will pass slower because they travel a lot, and while they're traveling, time dilation happens. Blah 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 blah, something like that. Uh, Matthew McConaughey made a joke about that interstellar reference yeah oh, I mean that does um, that, that seems like was that just literally the hiring pitch that they made probably it was yeah. like um, games about time dilation so let's get the guy from that movie that dealt with time dilation <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, I think that's entirely how that went um, yeah we don't actually know what that game is um, uh, or at least they didn't show it um, the makers of Untitled Goose Game are making a new thing and it looks Kind of weird, and I don't quite. Weird. I don't. I don't really know. Again, I don't really. It's hard to know what this game actually is and how you interact with it. But like, by the way, um, uh, for my stupid um, fantasy league, like <laughs> Jeff Keighley introduced this by saying, "Small indie team from Australia that haven't released the game since 2019." <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, goddamn. <laughs> where's my Hollow Knight? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was no mention of Hollow Knight. That's that's, right. that's clearly not happening this year. Um. Uh, yeah, so House House are making something called Big Walk, which is visually a bit of a departure from Untitled Goose Game. It's like a, you know, a grassy open world kind of looking thing with kind of realistic graphics until you see the characters, which look, to me, they look about, you know, those sort of like birds that sort of tip into water, <laughs> and like sip, sip at water endlessly. Yeah. They kind of look Tricky like, bird. kind of look like those, like just spherical body parts and big ass eyes and like a pingu. Mouth. Pingu, yeah, yeah. pingu mouth that, 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 that like changes sizes like, yeah. as they talk, and it's like and they're sort of laughing and joking, and there's like there's actual voice and stuff in this, and it's like they, they just seem to be exploring this whatever the hell this world is, which seems to have like radio towers and brightly coloured holes. I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> That's all I can really say about it. But it's, it's, yeah, they're back. So this is um, a. Multiplayer focused, right? This thing. I mean, I guess, yeah. It's, it's got that. It looks like it probably will be. Big walk, cool. Big, big walk. walk. Uh, Is big walk like an Australian cultural Aborigine thing or something? I mean, maybe. It's, I mean, it's walkabout, right? Is the is walkabout the, the Aborigine right. walkabout? Thing. That's what I'm thinking yeah. of. Walkabout. Okay. Uh, there's a there's a couple of bits of Fortnite. Fortnite news, so it might be might be worth like linking these two together. Um, but they're sort of returning to the save the world well a little bit. But hey, do you know what they thought might make that better? Let's make Lego in it instead. Let's, so it's it's Lego Fortnite, um, right? But based on the save the world mode, it seems. So it's like you know you're build, of the building because of the building, yeah. Um, Not that you don't build in reg- in the other Fortnite as well. <laughs> I mean, sure. But, <laughs> Except uh, the mode that you actually like, Rob. <laughs> there's no building. There's there. no building. But like, I guess if like it's like paced like the Save the World mode, where you don't have to just be building wildly like all the time and in like a horrible blueprint mess yeah. that is impossible to see what the hell is going on. Why is that game popular? Honestly, it's rubbish. Um, uh, <laughs> or that that particular mode. It's fine. Take the building out and it's fine. Like, uh, why do people like games like Fortnite and GTA? <laughs> <laughs> The, the, just, it's just the building. The building sucks. In yeah, front. I know. Like, I, know. Like, um, uh, I don't know. I thought this looked good. 
I actually thought this looked good. Like, and I'm, mm. and it's actually now got a machine enough that's powerful enough to play Fortnite. Maybe we can play this. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So there's that. Uh, I'll skip to the other Fortnite news then while I'm on it. So Psionics are making a a new game. Yeah, arguably, because as part of the uh, the epic Find It in Fortnite push, um, Rocket Racing is coming to Fortnite. So it's a Psionics developed racing game that will be in Fortnite with the Rocket League car. You know, that one from the box art. Oh. It's there. Uh, I mean, that was already in Fortnite, right? It was one of the goofy vehicles that you can yeah, find yeah. somewhere in Fortnite. I would, I would, that would not surprise me. Uh and you know, there's there's some of the rocketing about is part of the the racing physics. So have they done a race? It's a stupid question. Have they, did they do racing games or did they? Sionics, I don't think League? I've ever made a straight racer. Right, that's what I was They've, wondering. They, yeah. Like Rocket League is and, and super super. Oh god, super powered acrobatic rocket. Well, I haven't a flip that name is. I can't <laughs> remember something acrobatic rocket power battle cars. That's the one. Um, <laughs> Expialidocious. Uh, yeah, I mean, those are the only two games they've made like outside of Epic, and then Rocket League obviously became part of Epic. Before that, they were they were always like actually a support team for Epic, mm. bizarrely, mm. Um, helping out with the Unreal Tournament games, um, mm. doing the vehicle physics in that. So, so they've never made a straight racing game. So, like this is this is interesting. It could be um, cool. I mean, yeah, um, and because it's find it in Fortnite, right? There's a high probability this is free. Mm. Just try it, guys. Just try, and I think it's out now. Might have to go just fire up Fortnite and have a little look. Um, it's Fortnite, yeah, Fortnite. Fortnite might Fortnite might be good. <laughs> I've said this before, but Fortnite might be good. Uh, I don't have, the, the platform thing is weird. I don't know. Is it too Robloxy at this point? Not until well, not they, enough. Not, not until there's a revenue sharing model, I guess. <laughs> I guess. I mean, there are there are ways to. I think there are ways to monetize inside Fortnite. Right, now. but not like, like it's more like a shop, right? I don't know. You make a sub shop instead of the Fortnite so, shop. Yes, I don't know. I, I don't know. But I think there are are methods now. Uh, Kamuri, um, I can't remember her name. And this is this is bad of me. I should have written that down. But she's, you know the, the 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 lovely Japanese designer behind Ghostwire Tokyo. You know the crazy one who is always like yeah. super super bouncy on stage. Uh, she's yeah. working on a new project. It is super early. It is uh, quite quite different looking from Ghostwire. It's uh, but not too detached in in concept. So uh, it looks like it will be more of a character act, a team character action game. Um, where you're fighting the unseen, uh, you know, so ghosts essentially. <laughs> but it's got a rad trailer. Um, she's she's obviously cool. Uh, one to keep a lookout for. Um, it is a, it's gonna it's a long way away. Don't get don't get too excited um, uh, just yet. But but it, it looked cool. It trailed real well. Um, didn't see any gameplay, but it's a cool idea. Uh, anyway, uh, Moon Studios, uh, the makers of Ori. Um, and the Blind Forest, or the Will and the Will of the Wisps, um, they're working on a new project called No Rest for the Wicked, and this is quite a departure from Ori. It has to be said, uh, it's more of a fantasy adventure uh, action RPG game than a side scroller Metroidvania. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong; I love I love those Ori games. So, um. Mm. 
seeing them go down an action RPG route, and in my opinion, not quite as good looking an action RPG as good as you know, it doesn't look as good as Ori looked visually to me. There, there was something striking sure. about Ori, and this this looks good, but just not unique good if that makes sense like it's, it's i'm sure their their animation stuff that they showed like like look all look all look all look fine but like it doesn't necessarily have a uniqueness to it uh, it doesn't stand out like ori does so uh, and and also you know it's just it's, it's just another action rpg there's plenty of those um so it's i don't know didn't get me as hype as i was hoping when i saw the moon studios logo come up i'm like oh oh oh, oh. <laughs> a little bit um but have faith. Uh, Sega have confirmed the Super Games, finally. So the, the that whole rumoured Super Game initiative that we've been hearing about for years, where they were <laughs> considering like, bringing back Jet Set Radio and Crazy Taxi and games like that, really? that is real. And uh, they announced five games in, in quick succession here. Well, um, all right. Theoretically yeah. announced five games, I guess. Yeah. So we'll there, see when they actually come out. Yeah, there is a new Jet Set Radio. There is a new Crazy Taxi. Uh, there is a Shinobi game, a Streets of Rage game, and a Golden Axe. Um, so really, going back to that Mega Drive era, well, well, I suppose not Crazy Taxi, but you know what I mean. Well, not even Jet Set Radio, I suppose. But like, <laughs> they 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 are tapping the well they haven't tapped for a while. Um, well, not exactly for a while, even really. In terms of even Streets of Rage and Golden Eggs. I mean, Streets of Streets of Rage is the weirdest on that list because technically it wasn't Sega that did Streets of Rage oh, for sure. right there. Um, that got licensed. Um, what do you do with a well to get stuff? You draw from it, right? Yes. You can't really tap a well because it's too low down. <laughs> You could Sorry. tap a well if you, you like tap it. You put a pipe down there and <laughs> down there, yeah. <laughs> you'd have to pump it though. I, that's the idea of the well is that you, I think, yeah, is it draw? What? Anyway, <laughs> we're drawing from the well, we're draw, they're drawing from the well. Uh, the well of IP, they're tapping a keg of games, a keg of games, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> tap that keg. Uh, yeah, Streets of Rage is, is, is obviously the weird one because there's been one not that long ago. But it wasn't technically Sega that did anything with that. I mean, um, that was very well received. Streets of Rage Four was good. I like that game a lot. Um, so let's see how Sega fucks it up. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> the bit they showed of it is like they are taking that in a very different direction from what Streets of Rage Four was. It's a um, mm. uh, they've gone they've gone three D. You know, they've gone the uh, uh, I don't know. Is this the bit that I'm wondering? Is like so? Oh, what was that game called? The 3D one, sort of Saturn era e. Anyway, <laughs> they were making... That's not specific enough. <sighs> no, it's not. But it was a beat 'em up. Uh, we played the demo quite a bit. Um, I think you're probably Fighting thinking Force. Of Freedom Force. No, I think it's Fighting Force. Or Freedom Force was a sequel. There was a Fighting Force too. No, there's a Freedom Force as well because it was. I don't think it was Freedom Force. I think it's Fighting Force. Anyway, whichever one it is Streets of Rage was going to be like that at one point they were going to make a Streets of Rage 4 like that and then it kind of got a bit derailed and Sega lost confidence in it so the devs went off and made Fighting Force instead um and this kind of looks like this was perhaps that original plan like Sega wanted a 3D Streets of Rage uh and they're now making it happen um so that 
I don't know if that's good or bad. <laughs> that's kind of weird. Um, they are attempting another golden axe, which might be a bad idea because they did that once before. Yep. Um, on the 360, they tried to make an action adventure game uh, out of golden axe that was generic as all hell, and nobody liked it. Um, so that's maybe a dangerous route to go down. Uh, Shinobi probably actually looks the most promising because they they, they look like they've gone relatively small scope and um uh it looks like it's a metroidvania but it looks a little bit like a cl- it looks a little bit like mark of the ninja is what is, is is the vibe i'm getting so it's like that's that sort of art style that sort of look um and it, and i think they're pulling that off quite quite successfully uh, it's a good it's a good fit for shinobi um uh i mean the only other thing they probably could have done with it is make a ninja gaiden right style game um uh ninja gaiden like you know, the 3d ninja gaiden i suppose the team ninja ones they could have gone that route with it. Mm. Uh, and then there's Crazy Taxi and Jet Set Radio. And uh, I mean, obviously, hype for Jet Set Radio. But you need to look at that thing because it's like there aren't many like shots to go on. But they've changed the style. Right. And so like it's, it's, got, it's got more of a realistic look to it. Like it's still stylized, but it's not as stylized. Hmm. And I don't know how I feel about it. Like, so they they show beat in in all of the shots of it, but it's a very more it's a more like believable beat, I suppose, is the unfortunate way of phrasing. They, they look <laughs> more normally proportioned humans. Like the arms aren't massive, like they are in Jet Set Radio, um, uh, and uh, and he's wearing just a hoodie, and he's he's still got his goggles on and headphones, but they're not as wild as they are in the in 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 hmm. the previous two games. And like, unless they're trying to like pick this as like a prequel or something, it's like I don't know that I'm I don't know that I'm into it. Mm. And this soon after bomb rush. After bomb rush, yeah. I mean, we don't know how far away these games are, Um, and I have a sort of similar problem with Crazy Taxi as well because it's like it looks like they've kind of applied the same three D. Like mod- like the, the same modernization process, I suppose, to Crazy Taxi, and it looks like it's lost a bit of identity in the process. Um, so I don't know, man. Like it's, uh... but they're making full on Jet Set Radio and Crazy Taxi games. They are, That's which still, which, which in itself is, is Crazy Taxi's case might not be much still, but well, <laughs> yeah. we don't Jet Set's case, you hope that'd be yeah. relatively large. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, Sega are still doing it. Um, like, whether they're throwing like big budget behind it or not, like, it's it's hard to tell at this point. And like, I'm not, I don't know. There's there's something off about all of this. Hmm. Potentially exciting, though. Potentially, yeah. yeah. Okay. Note of caution. But you know, Sega developing yeah. five games at once. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Have they perhaps? bit off a little more than they can chew mm. like is that is that a, is that a problem in itself right, everyone's been waiting years and it's like do them all do them <laughs> do all now yeah okay and and just to rub it this in a little bit more the trailer did include the phrase and more at and the bottom more. of the, the list of these five these games and yeah, it's like oh marketing. god <laughs> what are you what are you doing like space channel five <laughs> uh, they already know. did that didn't they uh, There's been two of those games, but they didn't. They only re-released the Dreamcast ones, I think. Choo <laughs> Choo Rocket. I don't know. <laughs> Man, yeah. Whatever. I mean, fine. Like tap your 
<laughs> tap your keg. <laughs> tap that well. <laughs> yeah. Tap your keg. That's fine. It's like you own these things. Do it. And like, I'm all for it. But uh, Jet Set Radio better be good. I can live with a bad crazy taxi. A bad yeah. Jet Set Radio tarnishes the whole fucking thing. Don't do it. But it's Satan. They've already tarnished everything else. <laughs> Uh, they haven't tarnished yet. Not, not Jet Set Radio. Yeah. Well, that's, <laughs> that's they haven't tarnished it because they haven't done it yet. <laughs> yeah, okay, maybe. By the way, Zach, Freedom Force was that weird superhero game. Yeah, I was just looking it yeah. up. And oh, it was like, what, the, 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 the MMO? No, or? it was a turn-based strategy. Or City of Heroes, I'm thinking of. Yes, yeah. Um, but like, I'm sure that I'm sure there was another one that was like a 3D brawler that also was more superhero. But I can't remember what it was called. <laughs> I mean, you're probably right. There was all, there was a lot of experimentation in that. Yeah. You think a dynamite cop? No. no. That, well, that was another Sega beat em uppy thing. But did yes. you play Freedom Force or did you just have the demo, Zach? I, I think that was just a demo. Right. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Yes. Yeah. yes, yes, yes. It's suddenly coming it's like back to me. Top. Yeah. Yeah, I, remember, I think I remember seeing me play. you play it at yeah, your house. Probably. Yeah. I mean, it's only been 20 years. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did yeah. I actually come out? Hmm. Well, it has a significant Wikipedia page, which okay. I assume means it probably did. Who's <laughs> it made by? Irrational. Oh, interesting. Yeah. The, the other one was made by Core. Huh. Yeah, Fighting Force was Core, yes. core design, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> anywho, uh, yeah. There's also that that whole thing. Um, uh, Team Ninja are moving on from Neo uh, and making uh, another samurai game, but not not a Dark Soulsy samurai game this time. Um, looks more. Why do you? Nobody really knows what it is. Anyway, samurai games are cool. Uh, Rise of the Ronin. Uh, just thought I'd mention that just because samurai. Uh, it wouldn't be a uh, a Keeley joint without Kojima turning up at some point. Uh, but he turned up not to sh- tell us anything about Death Stranding 2. He's got another project on the go. Uh, and it turns out this is the rumored project that he was, uh, that, that he was working on with Xbox Game Studios. Oh. Um, so, uh, yeah, we don't really know. Again, we don't really know anything about it. He announced a f- several actor names, um, that are involved in the project. He managed not to leak it this time. He <laughs> managed not to leak it, yeah. Um, uh, the project's called OD, probably horror-related, given the fact that they showed lots of close-up faces, some of them screaming. Or some um, they don't release a demo and then never make yeah. the game and then delete the demo later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The demo that everyone loved. Right. Yeah. Uh, and it's also got direction from a one Jordan Peele, if you want to add another celebrity name. Oh, okay, to well, there you go. That's, he's the modern horror guy. or right? well, not, I mean, I mean, there are others, but, you know, he's done pretty well with... Uh, that run of three films so far is it i don't um, actually i'm not i i, it would, I get specifically out. don't follow like horror oh he's get out right okay get out and what's the middle one and then nope i didn't see the the one in the middle um i, th- I can't remember what that's called us or something hmm. um, anyway get out really good <laughs> nope also good um so yeah that is cool he's a he's good <laughs> I don't know how this like. I don't you want know, to watch any I of mean, those. I it, like I've said, I'd, like I know what Get Out's about, and it's like, and it's just like I don't want to watch that. Like I just, yeah, fair. If you're not into horror, horror yeah, is I so mean, not my thing. 
Well, I never was. And then that's one of the early ones. So it's like, because I, I never think to myself, I know what I'll do. I'll see a horror film in the cinema where I can't escape. <laughs> mm-hmm. That sounds like a good time. And then I saw Get Out because um, it was kind of a cultural moment a little bit, I suppose. Mm, sure. Um, and it was really fun and really good. Uh, and then uh, well, my thing is that like, I never sit down to and think, I know what I'll do. I'll watch a horror film. But every time I somehow watch one, I end up really liking it. <laughs> like right. watching like Scream on TV or something. It's like, oh, I mean, that's, di- really that's, good. that's different. Those are, yeah. I don't call those horror. Those are slasher flicks. Like that era is very those, different because they're not scary. They're like, they're, they're, they're well, just, yeah, yeah. I know, but that's what I end up thinking quite a lot. Often is like, okay, well, this is really fun. It's not necessarily no, all that scary, they're, they're but obviously some of them are. Yeah, like okay. So what, uh, have, what but, have I seen? I haven't seen many horror films. Like, so I, I saw hmm. uh, The Ring, like, like both versions, sure. and I quite I quite like that actually. That's that's pretty well made, but it is on the scary side. Uh, uh, the Woman in Black, I think. The, the yeah, Daniel Radcliffe was play, thing. wasn't it? Um, yeah, yeah, I saw that the Sh- Shyamalan joint. Um, God, the village. I think I saw the village. Don't know if that even really counts. Um, I think that's the one where they're spoilers, where they're, they're sort of living a Mormon lifestyle, but then it's not actually set in the oldie times. It's a uh, <laughs> surprise. Oh, it's, 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 it's modern day. Yeah. Okay. Um, obviously, like the Wicker Man, obviously. Um, obviously, that's not obvious. That Which really one? Count. The original. The original. Yeah, but that that doesn't really count as horror. Yes, it does. That totally counts as a horror film. You think? Yeah, The Wicker Man. I thought it was more yeah. a psychological drama. But... <laughs> well, yeah, sure, but I don't know. I think that I think The Wicker Man counts. It's pretty creepy and weird, and he, yeah, I think that totally counts with Edward Woodward. Wood, right? Wood, 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 Wood. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. The that definitely counts. The, oh, sorry. <laughs> the yeah, that definitely counts. And the prequel—it's it wasn't the the actual Texas Chainsaw. It was the the oh, prequel okay. one they made, okay. sort of more modern. Uh, Haven't you seen like? Don't you like Twenty Eight Days Later and stuff? That counts, does it? You reckon a zombie? I suppose it's a horror that's, film. It's well, more just not. a zombie film for me. But like, I, I don't necessarily know. Yeah, but yeah. I have seen Twenty Eight Days Later, and that's that's fine. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. Um, uh, Hostel. Oh God, I've just remembered Hostel. Oh, okay. Well, that's one of those. I mean, both like, that and um, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, I wish I never saw. I, I, they, those, I, I, mean, I just wish I didn't see those. Like, I, I haven't that's seen my Hostel, problem with horror. I kind of don't want those thoughts. But I think that's a subgenre of horror, right? That's designed specifically for it's, it's gore porn. You know, it's yeah, it's like torture porn type stuff, yeah. right? Like that's a, like a and I hear there's like the, and there's variation within that genre. I mean, like like. Some of the Saw films are probably quite fun or whatever. But yeah, like, never, never it's seen designed those. for it's a, never appealed. But there's a lot of like lower quality ones and they're designed for a specific make money out of teenagers going to the, the cinema at oh, sure. Halloween. Final destination I'll put in that category. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Those aren't horror films for me. They're, they're, exactly. Like, they're, they're in that category. And it's like you can get some campy fun out of those. Like Final Destination is just like oh, it's fun. ludicrous. Those, 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 are, <laughs> yeah. those are so stupid. Yeah. They're great. Yeah. The stupidity of them makes them I mean it's it's less stupid than like, I don't know, Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus, but it's basically <laughs> on that kind of level. Yeah. yeah. But but yeah. I was like, oh, okay because i accidentally i saw because i got invited to the cinema to see midsummer a few years ago and uh, ended up really not realizing it was a horror film and ended up really enjoying it and i also saw the lighthouse that that year i think as well 
Uh, and I was like, oh, okay, maybe I am into this. And I started trying to watch some of the classics. But I haven't got very far, but I've hmm. seen, now I've seen like The Exorcist, very, very good. Uh, uh, and I, um, yeah, the thing, the John Carpenter's The Thing from the 80s. Oh, that's, I've, I've that's seen fantastic. most of that. It's one of those films where I've never watched all the way through right, in one go, uh, but I've seen yeah. a lot of it. Um, <laughs> Stuff like that. Like, does Alien count? Yeah, that counts as a horror film. The yeah, first I one. suppose the first one does. Yeah, that's all um, right. I mean, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. A, I, I don't know. I'm not, I've never <laughs> okay. been a huge Alien fan. Like, it's just okay. Like, fair I, enough. I yeah. just find it. I just think it's fine. <laughs> I like Alien. I think it's good. I actually saw Alien once for some reason. They projected it in the main hall of the Natural History Museum. <laughs> I had to see it with hmm. with uh, my brother, and they had like. I don't know, they sort of tried to justify it in terms of natural history <laughs> with like the Xenowolf and stuff. Mm, weird. And contrasting it with real creatures. I don't know, it was weird. And also not the best acoustics for, for a cinema. Sure. The, yeah. the main hall of the Natural History Museum. Had Prometheus come out at that point? Were they trying to like tie it uh, to Oh yeah, it was way past that. Yeah. Right, yeah. I haven't actually seen Prometheus. I need to watch that. It's I know, I know not it's great. divisive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so I yeah. Um, yeah, Ridley Scott is a little bit any hit and miss. Um, <laughs> some some real hits like freaking Alien and Blade Runner, incredible. Uh, Jason anyway. X, I've seen Jason X. That's a stupid film. If you want to see oh. that, that's like what? Like what? I mean, what? You've probably seen more than me. What if, what I think if, you what if like Jason was on the moon? <laughs> Bring, bring you back to uh, Kojima or whatever. Like Get Out's pretty good, uh, mm. I, and it's not it's not too bad. <laughs> I'll say that, uh, and it's pretty fun. It's All mainly because right. it's like a social commentary film about racism, right? Obviously, um, that, there's that there's that level to it, but it's also like a fun like horror as well. Mm. I suppose it, you know, it as well. I guess that counts. Friday the Thirteenth. That's all oh, right. Uh, Halloween. They all kind of suck. <laughs> Especially I mean, I it. Think it sucks. It. I hate it. <laughs> it's a bad film. Um, I mean, there's uh, there's loads that are considered like very good, right? Even modern ones like horror films that are like art houses and stuff sure. like the the Vivitch or whatever and stuff like that and um, whatever it is, Hereditary and uh, oh right, yeah, and, I've heard of that. Uh, all that stuff. But yeah, Quiet I, I need Place. To get into I think a lot, of, a lot of people yeah. I know seem to like the Quiet Place. Which one is that one? Is that... I think that's Emily Blunt. Um, in a, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like yeah. Sort of so yeah, that, I think I'm missing out on quite a few, and I need to watch more. But anyway, Get Out. Nope, was also good. Not as good as Get Out. Um, under the oh, I tell you what, I saw Under the Skin with uh, Scott Johansson years ago. I mm. thought that was because Nope. It remind there's a bit in Nope that's kind of similar or related. Basically, aliens eating people, <laughs> basically, <Okay>. or, <laughs> or eating or like uh, what do you call? I don't know, like um, digesting people. I guess. <laughs> anyway, mm. uh, but that was very good. Do you know about uh, Under the Skin? It's literally no. Scarlett Johansson, as in Scarlett Johansson, driving around Glasgow in a transit van, picking up men. But of course, she's like an alien. <laughs> of course. And bad things happen to the people she picks up. Most of them, not all of them. Anyway, it's weird. All right. But she literally learned how to drive a transit van and drove around Glasgow. It's like semi 
improvised or whatever semi uh. some of the people who appear in it are members of the public i think oh really wow <laughs> yeah i think so yeah so they wouldn't have been able they wouldn't be able to do that now with her right because it would just be like oh my god I mean, she was famous i mean she was famous then like she's been famous since she was she was girl with a pearl earring she's been famous since she was like 16 or something right sure, or, but I suppose like, more so but i not... guess this was pre-avengers probably yeah or probably around the same time as avengers yeah Weird. Never yeah, anyway, that's yeah. a good one. That's a good one. Creepy. Anyway, OD. Uh, super, super, super Kojima. early. It's going to be a while till we, till we uh, hear more about that. Um, Always interested to hear what Kojima's... Yeah. I don't necessarily want to walk around, you know, the death standing country delivering packages <laughs> just to get all the Kojima stuff, but, you know. Dystopian Amazon. Uh, Are you Scott- going to play Death Stranding two? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. I mean, it's. <laughs> I mean, I can't say that I fully enjoyed my time with it from a gameplay perspective, but I'm glad I played it because it is just so weird. Yeah. Can't can't deny the. Weirdness. That's the thing is like with these films or whatever. It's like if something is like so weird. It's still only two hours of your life. Exactly. It's like Death Stranding is like so weird and a lot more than that. It's interesting. You know? It's, 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 you know, it doesn't commit the cardinal sin of gaming, which is to just be boring, right? Like you, you can, you can, as long as you're interesting, you have value. Um, uh, Indeed. And Kojima is definitely that. that stuff. Yeah. Uh, okay. Last few things. That's because we're, we're all going to, we're already running long. Um, uh, oh, okay. Uh, Skull and Bones is actually going to come out in February. That's a real game. It's a real game. It's a thing. Uh, 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 Arcane, the good Arcane, not the Redfall Arcane. Um, <laughs> they are working on uh, a Blade game. and um, I mean, Marvel's Blade. You know, the half they, vampire is Marvel's guy. Blade, is Blade coming into the actual MCU I don't know. as a character? I, 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 don't, I don't know that, that they're going to look like... I don't know if they'll reference like the Wesley Snipes films or like just go complete. They must go just go completely new at this point, surely. Um, Presumably, I still can't. What are they doing with the X Men? Have they got the rights for that? Because they they, sort of... they sort of do, but like I don't. I don't think yeah. they've made any hard. I mean, there's a new. I mean, Wolverine is in the new Deadpool film. That's right, and they already did like a weird cameo in. Oh God, I've even forgotten what all the films are. Oh yeah, uh, Xavier was in one of them, wasn't he? Um, yeah, it might have been Doctor Strange. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. I think, think Jean Luc Picard. Oh yeah, was yeah, in that there. we watched together, right? The, yeah. the Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, and anyway. it was and it was Jean Luc um, Jean Luc Picard. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was Pat, Patrick Patrick Stewart Xavier, not um, yeah. Oh, I've forgotten his name. James something. You're not not young Xavier. Like a boy. That's yeah. it. Yeah, which was interesting. But it, he was. He wasn't really the Xavier from. No, he was parallel, parallel he was universe the, Xavier. Yeah, one of the one of the. But he Earths. was the like the he was the cartoon, right? In terms of the costume or whatever, sure. and the, yeah. and I think it even had a bit of a sting of the music from the cartoon, didn't it? Yeah, there was a little bit you of the know, in there. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's cool. Uh, and finally, Hello Games, purveyors of No Man's Sky for the last decade um they're making a new game called light no fire um 
equally large in scope, I would say. Um, procedural stuff again? Yeah, procedural stuff, but not the, but this time a procedural single planet. They want to make a uh, an Earth like planet that it, but it like way multiple bigger than biomes. Earth. Yeah, multiple okay. biomes basically. That is, way, yeah, way bigger than Earth, way bigger uh, and uh, like larger in scale than a real Earth would be. Like they want mountains that are realistic size, so you get up. It takes friggin' ages to get up them, and uh, <laughs> Great. Uh, and then you get to the top, and they look massive, and the world below you looks massive. Something you know, video games. I think as Sean Murray rightly points out, video games caricature uh, caricaturize uh, whatever the word for that is. Like they sort of make worlds. They have all these elements, but they're clearly not right. Like there's, and we've just sort of trained ourselves to believe them. So, so there's they they're, they're going for that, but it's a uh, but it's fantasy this time. You know, ride dragons, do stuff. Oh, uh, cool. Uh, kind of. Yeah, <laughs> it's an interesting. It's interesting. Um, I That's mean, who cool. knows what? And, and they've, they, they, the, the footage they were showing, it's like, hey, this is multiplayer from the start this time. <laughs> we're not just going to say it's multiplayer and not do it. It's like, so the footage they showed was like, yeah, this is in development multiplayer. Everything you're seeing here was was shot. Um, so do like yeah. a, this is all of, this is a whole Middle Earth or whatever. Kind of, like, yeah. Accurate scale kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. It seems to be what they're going for. Um, I can get behind that. Yeah. It's uh, it's an interesting idea. Um and honestly, if they've like with with No Man's Sky and the place it is now, I think it's. I mean, we, we've had all this before from them, honestly, like the No Man's Lie thing and all of that. But this time, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. willing to give them the benefit of the doubt because I think their tech is probably there now. Hmm. I think they can pull this off. And uh, as Jeff Keeley was fairly quick to point out, it's like. Hey, Hello Games are still an independent studio. This counts as an indie game, <laughs> like yeah, <laughs> with with some assistance from Sony. Um, That's cool. I mean, the No Man's Sky story is is cool. Like the it's a good, it's they, a good turnaround you know. story. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that exactly. game is still as Zach and I were talking about at length before the podcast. That game is still in a slightly weird place, really. Like you can see, like its its history is that is laid bare in the game, really. Right, but right, it's, right. Um, uh, but it's it is a good game. It's a strange game, but it's a good game. Um, so yeah, it, perhaps having another stab at it from scratch is a good idea. It's been a while. <laughs> Ultimately, it's been a while. So yeah, and that's all I got. That's the TGAs. Um, no stage invasions. Cool. No talks about oh, being, okay. no, no, nothing about. Oh, I mean, they clearly beefed up security. Even Gnome was looking Good. at it. Gnome what, saw a bit of it with me and like, why have they got so many bouncers? And it's like because they've <laughs> it's like because they've gone for their stage design where it's just steps up to the stage again, and they're worried about about people talking about orthodox rabbis. Yeah. <laughs> why do they do that? Like, why know. not just make it anyway? Was it was it Gamescom as well where that guy just got on stage and was just like, "Where's GTA Six? Come yeah. on, guys, where's GTA Six? I want to play GTA Six. <laughs> it's like, just didn't talk yeah, well, at least they got lots of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that guy—that guy's clearly sated. <laughs> yeah, there's one more trailer that I saw, which I don't know if it, if it was at the game awards, but I assume it's not because otherwise Rob probably would have picked up on this. Mm-hmm. So it might just be coincidental timing. But I saw a trailer for a game called Industrial Annihilation. Oh, I did not. See <laughs> which you might be able to tell by that name what sort of game it is. Okay, in both halves of that name. Right. So. And it's from the people who what? made Planetary Annihilation. Okay, that was going to be my first question, right? So Sumo... Uh... Well, no, that's the question, because I couldn't figure it out, because it's a name, it's a new company name. Like, 
Not sumo. It's never sumo. Is it? I always get that it wrong. It was Uber. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it was Uber after Monday Night Combat. Yes, Monday Night Combat, but before they became Star Division or whatever it was when they turned into KSV2 and they got fired from that as well. Right. <laughs> But yeah, so that was the problem. It's like, it says from the people who made Planetary Annihilation, it's like, yeah, but which one? Do you mean the Uber people who made Planetary Annihilation, the people who were left over from Uber who continued Planetary Annihilation, or the goddamn community team who took over Planetary Annihilation after mm. they were all gone? Yeah, who, who are we talking about here? But yeah, they're making a new... Well, it basically looks... It looks quite a lot like Planetary Annihilation, except with, like, now you build conveyor belts as well. <laughs> <laughs> so you're building... It's a, it's trying to combine RTS and factory building into one thing, which see, I'm not sure is going to work, but, you know... Did they see Space Factorium and we're like, we can do that? Well, the thing is, like, I I was... I just don't think it's going to work because I don't think you can combine those two. Like, you can combine factory building and tower defense, but I'm not sure you can combine factory building and RTS. Like, that's two things that happen at completely different timescales yeah, and just, require that, so much attention on both ends. Is that going to turn into just a, uh, you know, an actions per minute click fest? Like, because, like, because you can't make that competitive, like right? Like, well, it's not. like it's it's like turtling, except more, except mm. except the whole point of turtling is like turtling doesn't actually work when you're playing against actual people because <laughs> rush no, is always no, the superior works. technique. To, to my detriment, it never works. <laughs> yes. So, like, if you are if you're going to require some element of concentration on this whole factory building part, I don't see how that's really going to work with the RTS. But I don't know, maybe they'll figure it out. Mm. <laughs> Like I say, I can I can understand factory building plus tower defense that has worked. Ministry and Rift Breaker, sure, yeah, they did it pretty good. But like, I'm not sure you can go all the way to RDS. <laughs> but you know, apart from that, it looks exactly like factory annihilation, which looks exactly like total annihilation. You still have the commander and the spraying the green shit into the blueprint. <laughs> it's like they really haven't innovated that at all. What was that free wow. open source one I played a while back? Beyond all reason. Beyond all reason. I yeah, still haven't yeah. got around to try that. I yeah, really you, should, you should try that now that your system will clearly be able to run it. Yes. Because uh, it's very total annihilation. And in a good way. Um, I, I, I mean, I keep saying I should at some point go back to planetary annihilation and see how they sorted that out. Mm. Whatever they did, whatever the community team ended up doing to it. But yeah. Uh, that was just a weird trailer that appeared in my... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in my... YouTube didn't didn't hear about that one at all. Hey, and uh, speaking of weird trailers that turned up, this is a this yeah. is a game that released last year and completely passed me by. Um, called the Punch Win. Okay, like like Penguin, but with punch instead of peng. He's, he's clearly he clearly isn't having crep checks. Okay, like, uh, <laughs> but he is punching. <laughs> he is punching. It's the pengest punch. Um, <laughs> There we go. We got there. Um, nice. <laughs> he finally made it to the joke. Um, but the reason I mention this is because it's it's from Shinnan, who like I don't know. They are high up on my developers to watch list because of Fast, right? Mm-hmm. Fast RMX, and then the 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 pretty excellent The Tourist as well, which were, they were both great games. Uh, and they, they, this came out last year and completely passed me by. It's like, oh man, Shinnan, what you t-? like? It's much smaller scope than those games. Well, yeah, I would out. imagine so. It, like, it's, it's somewhere between a puzzle game and a um, and, a, and a platformer um, in some way. But I, I might, I might check that out. It's on Switch. Um, so just shout out to Shinnan. Looking forward to whatever your next actual like 
real game. big scale progresses. <laughs> um, but Punch Win looks cool. <laughs> That's news. Might as well be a podcast. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, let's rattle through what you've been playing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can rattle. Um, can you? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I finished Cocoon. It's not a long game. Okay. It's about six and a half hours long. Uh, it won best debut, best uh, at the Game Awards. Mm. Uh, uh, that game is rad. Like, yep. don't sleep on Cocoon. Cocoon is cool. Um, uh, it does some really neat tricks towards the end of the game. Like, it's one of those games where, like, it has. It has a a, re- a reasonable number of mechanics, and it doesn't overuse any of them. Perhaps the one thing you might feel a little disappointed by is that, like, I don't know if the puzzle complexity was ever super tough, and and like, given the number of mechanics at their disposal, they could have made some really super tough puzzles here, but or like um, uh, some some fairly taxing ones, but they don't. And, and in fact, and and the. None of them, they don't use all of the mechanics at once, right? So there's never that like one uber puzzle hmm. where it's just like where you have to have to use everything you've learned over the course of the game. It's always picking which couple of mechanics to use at any one time. Um, <coughs> but uh, yeah, it pulls some neat tricks towards the end, like this. There's a, there's a sort of like twist reveal. Of uh, of what one of the raccoons that uh, one of the cocoons is, and that's one of the raccoons. one of the raccoons. Yeah, <laughs> suddenly we're playing Donut County. Um, uh, <laughs> actually, um, uh, yeah. And there's there's there's, there's I, I, I can't really say anything without spoiling it, which is a shame. Um, you can so I 100 percented that game because um, there are secrets to find along the way. However, I have heard. Uh, and read that there is a secret ending that is not in the achievements list. So, like, even though I've a hundred percent that game, I've got a thousand out of a thousand points. There is more. There is a. There is a. Another. There is a way of getting a secret ending. And I don't know how, what that is. I don't think I've had a clue as to how that is. I have a theory about where I would do it, mm. but I don't know any of the hints leading up to that point of like how I could have, how I could do that differently. Um, so yeah, if if you're if you want to go deep, there is a deep puzzle in that game um, to unlock a secret ending, which I have also not gone out of my way to watch um, or anything like that. But uh, yeah, Cocoon is rad. Just that, that's all there is to it. You you should play Cocoon, um, and because it's short and on Game Pass, you have no excuse if you're a Game Pass subscriber. <laughs> like just just go play that thing. It's cool. Um, uh, yeah, Zach. Yeah, I know. The trouble is, I mean, <laughs> not to get not directly onto what I've been playing because we'll be talking about it in a minute. But like, even just having this free month of game, well, maybe because it's just the free month, which makes it even worse. <laughs> it's just like decision paralysis is so oh, bad man, yeah. when you've got this oh, huge ass library suddenly, and you're like, well, I, I can't commit to anything. It's like, <laughs> what do I do? Yeah, Cocoon's a good choice. Um, uh, but yeah, like yeah, I don't know. You, you, it's one of those. It's one of those. Uh, like it depends what you're in it for, right? If you're using your free time just to try games and things like that, yeah. then maybe Cocoon's not the one to go for. But like, it's not that long. But so it's not that long. Fine. So, so like, someone like you could clear it in a day. Um, I mean, it didn't take me many sessions to finish it because I because while I was playing it, I was pretty hooked. So I, I finished it in like two or three sessions. Mm. Like uh, it's, even with a baby about, you know, it's a. Uh, <laughs> Uh, it had me, it had me properly hooked. Um, less effective was Planet of Lana. 
Right. So I got around to playing that because that's also on Game Pass. Um, uh, it's a puzzle platformer. Um, I think that might have trailed at a TGA's at some point. Yep. Um, uh, uh, yeah, where you're on a uh, you're on a lush green planet with a, with your cat buddy, uh, but there's but there's bad robots. There's bad robots, and they steal your village. Well, the people in your village <laughs> steal the whole village. <laughs> kind of, I mean, sort of stealing the village, um, uh, including your your good friend, uh, and of course your. You just blindly wander out trying to find where you're like trying, trying to save your friend. Um, uh, and on the way, you learn a little bit about the history of your people, blah, 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 blah. It's one of those. Anyway, uh, the, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's not cocoon rad. Like it's, it's, it's fine. I don't think it's doing anything particularly out of the box here. You're not going to be super surprised. Like it's also a bit mechanics light, I would say. Like it doesn't have that many mechanics to it over its runtime. Um, I mean, it looks nice. I think the music is well done. Um, it has minimal voice acting, but it has a little bit like, I just especially like the way your cat friend Mui sounds kind of like, bee, 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 bee. <laughs> like so just, just someone just going bee, 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 bee. <laughs> into, into a mic. Like, it's kind of funny. Um, uh, but yeah, it's, it's never super complex. It's never super tough. Um, the hardest thing about that game, I think, is its achievements which are annoying because it's basically find the secret stuff and that's how you get points. Like just beating the game gets you next to nothing. <laughs> like sucks. I hate it when achievements are skewed in that way. Um, uh, and I've found four of the 10 secret things. So that's annoying. Uh, <laughs> um, I found the first two and the last two. So my, uh, uh, the whole middle sector of the game, I clearly wasn't paying attention. Um, but yeah, it's, it's okay. I think uh, like it has a few, it has a, a few flaws and one of them is complexity it, it just doesn't have it just doesn't have that many mechanics which is kind of then thankful i guess that it doesn't outstay its welcome like it's it's not a super long game either but uh i, I think if they had done more without introducing new stuff it, that wouldn't have that wouldn't have played out it wouldn't have been good um there are there are a few puzzles that I don't think quite work right. There, there is a there is a timing element to all of it, uh, to, to to quite a lot of the puzzles. Like you must do this thing and then do this at this precise moment. And sometimes those timing windows are quite small, or it's not obvious what that timing window is until you've tried something and failed. Um, it's it's not. Mm. I don't think it does a great job sometimes at telegraphing what you. Or, yeah, I mean, it's a puzzle platform. It, like, it shouldn't necessarily telegraph what you've got to do all the time. You've got to figure that out. But the figuring that out is through death. Mm. Like, uh, and then that usually puts you back to the start of the puzzle. And there are a couple of, like, I suppose, marquee moments where that is particularly problematic, where it's just like, I don't quite know what to do here. Oh, clearly not that. Okay, let's try something else. Oh, that's what you wanted me to do. Okay, fine. No, we've got that. That's I, I can see your logic there, but it wasn't, like, obvious to me straight off the bat what your logic was going to be there's, there's a few problematic moments like that um i think it also has like a, a it perhaps could have done with a little longer in the oven because it has a presentation quirk where you often you reach where you reach a cutscene or some kind of cutaway it will often do a fade to black and fade back in um when your character hasn't moved anywhere right it just seems to be that that it's the transition to cutscene mode has to involve a um a fade for some reason um mm. Uh, which can it, it seemed unnecessary. They probably could have smoothed that out pretty easily. Um, 
there's an inconsistency in it. In, <laughs> I would call it an inconsistency of pain. Like, so there are moments in the story where your character falls from a great height and is fine. And then, of course, you can't do that. Like, when you're actually trying to solve a puzzle, you can't, you can't fall very far before dying. And it's just like, it's just like, well, okay, what, like, that, like, what? <laughs> you know, just, just a few moments like that where it's not, not consistent feeling, uh, narratively. Uh, uh, And uh, my biggest complaint, and this screwed me up quite a few times, is like okay, the way it feels is a little bit like Limbo, right? The way the, the way the character moves, it's got that little bit of like a sort of a sort of semi floatiness to it. I wouldn't call it like the sort of procedural look feeling that perhaps Limbo's animation had to some extent, but uh, there's a there's a sort of and like and it, uh, Lana can do a le- ledge grab and then pull herself up from it. But the worst part of the control is when you do that ledge grab. Uh, sometimes it will just it felt like it was pulling her she was then pulling herself up of her own accord and sometimes you don't want that as part of a puzzle solution like sometimes you might actually want to hang there for a bit um, uh, because of line of sight in some cases um, it would make sense to stay out of the out of sight uh, and sometimes you just pull herself up and I'm like I'm pretty sure I didn't do that um, or the most even more annoying was like when you pull yourself up sometimes she would just put herself back down on the ledge and it's like no 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 i need to do this thing real quick oh now i'm dead um so i had control issues um in mm. those in yeah. those instances which were was a bit immersion breaking and a bit annoying um uh but i like its vibe i like its I like as i say i like its audio design i like its style uh i think uh the story is interesting because it's vague enough that you don't quite know what the intent of the robots were like why they were bad and i won't spoil like how that plays out or anything like that but it's left uh it's but it's both good and frustrating because i'm the kind of person that likes closure but uh there's enough hanging like the surface level story closes that's fine but the um uh, but the but the the sort of bigger narrative is left with a lot of question marks, uh, and that is both annoying and cool simultaneously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, it's it's an interesting one. Like having, having it's it's I think it's like just suffered from the fact that I literally played a puzzler directly before it, and a really good puzzler directly before it. Right, yeah, fair. Um, so so it probably it probably feels less good in my head right now than it actually is. Um uh Right, what else we got? Uh uh what else can I talk about real quick? What else have I did? Uh I played Four by Four Thunder on the Dreamcast. That game is bad. Don't play it. Um <laughs> It's not nearly as cool as Hydro Thunder. Not even close. It's not like it's not the same game. No excite track. No excite track. No. Um, oh, we need to somehow capture that for a video. <laughs> the, I, I, and we're talking. Oh yeah, excite track as in the Wii, the Wii game, game. Yeah, as in in the excite series, <laughs> as in excite bike, right? Excite bike, then excite <laughs> yeah, track. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, that might actually be doable. Um, we could probably anyway. we could probably sort that out. Um, Cancel aside. Yep. <laughs> middle route. Uh, because I don't think anyone else remembers that game, do they? Excite Track was cool. <laughs> it was real stupid. For, like, That's cool. not what people think of when they think of the Wii, is it? <laughs> no. Well, I mean, there's a lot of waggle. There's a lot of steering in the air with, with Bluetooth remotes. 
I wonder how that translates if you try and play it with a controller and like emulate the just a stick. Not not good. Yeah. Not good. Probably not. Uh what was the other thing I did? Mad bullets. Mad and I played some Zelda, obviously, but uh Mad Bullets is also a not very good light gun game. Uh <laughs> it's too much it's 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 a sort of modern y one you can play on Steam. Um, but it's kind of like mobile. It, 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 it's, it's, it's basically just endless and it gets harder and harder as you go and sort of is r- slightly randomized in the routes, but it has like mobile style goals. So you do a run and it's like, ah, oh, you didn't shoot this, 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 this thing, or you got three perhaps. Yeah, you'll rank up and now you can upgrade yourself. So the next run will be easier. And it's like, it's fine. It's just, just like kind of off. Like the bullets aren't loud enough. The sound design's a bit off. The music is a bit too much. Like it's just, so someone made a light gun game, I guess, <laughs> but that you can play with the mouse or your finger because it's got that feel to it as well. But also, yeah, it's just it, it's not brilliant. It's not brilliant. Um, but it was just it's something very quick I could fire up on the light gun without too much hassle. So you know, that's, there's that. Uh, I'm done. I'm done. I, I, unless I think of anything else, I'm done. Zachary Burgess, what have you been playing? Well, fortunately, I haven't played anything like new. I went back to a bunch of stuff, <laughs> even though we just talked about the game files. Still haven't done any done, still haven't even gone to City Skylines I did get around to installing it so we're getting closer hmm. <laughs> but we'll see about that but yeah I could I guess in, in the spirit of finishing this podcast in a reasonable amount of time <laughs> I'm only going to talk about a couple of things and also I made notes so I won't ramble so much hmm. but like so on the Game Pass actually both of these are Game Pass preview like they would be early access on Steam or whatever preview program but I went back to... Oh, no, actually, I guess this one is actually out now. I went to SteamWorld Build. Now it's right, finally yeah, out. Yeah, that is out, out. Yeah. But yeah, so I went back to that and, and you know, played further than where I got to before in the demo, I guess it was mm. then. And that game is still exactly what it appears to be. Like, slightly too simplified city building on the surface and slightly too simplified Dungeon, Dungeon Keeper, Keeper on the bottom. Right, yeah. <laughs> but it has, like, some specific things where it's just like... It could have been cooler, but it, the simplification makes it actually worse. Like, when you're doing the sea building, it has that thing where, like, you supply the citizens with their needs or whatever, and then then you can, like, upgrade them to a higher tier of citizen. Mm. And then those <laughs> those guys have more needs or whatever. You are now middle class. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much literally in that game, in fact. <laughs> It goes like the starting worker robots, and then you've got engineers, and then you've got aristocrats, and then you've got scientists. Oh, okay. not, not quite oh. the standard class system, but pretty close. <laughs> Scientocracy. Yeah, but so like you do that. Is that meritocracy really? Yeah, really? Yeah. You do that, and depending you, on what you value, I guess. Yeah. You do that, and you build. You give them their services, and then that lets you that lets you upgrade. But the trouble is that like all the different require service requirements or whatever they they're all basically essentially two-step construction chains where it's like here's the raw, raw resource building here's the processing building and then sometimes it's like here's the i guess bar or whatever where they serve the oil because they're robots. <laughs> right yeah, yeah. <laughs> but so so they're like all of the products are like that and then that leads to the problem where you, when you're getting to these higher class citizens that have like 10 different needs, but it's, you're just basically building the exact same thing 10 times because it's like 
build the one building, build the other building, okay, then build the one building, then build the other building. <laughs> it's just like, there's no actual variation or like tactics to that. The only difficult part of that is occasionally, you know, you put the raw resources on the place where the raw resources are good. You put the forest next to the trees. <laughs> put the sand extractor where it's more sandy. But apart from that, there's no like nuance to that. Right. And yeah. the, the transport is even simplified where it's just like they just have to be near a warehouse and then the warehouses all share their inventory. And so you just, every time you build a new type of thing, you just put another warehouse near them or whatever and it's mm. fine. And it's even like even more simplified where like it doesn't really track the like individual production of of objects. It like it calculates it as a like a value over time where it's like you're making two of these per however long this time cycle is. Mm. And and you're using this like one point five of them. So it's a positive number, so you're good. It's like it doesn't it doesn't actually track the individual objects moving between these buildings. It's just generalized to be like, gotcha. yeah. you're making it enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which in some ways is a nice simplification, but again, it's too much of a simplification. It's a bit, bit of an old school statistical sort of style. Yeah. What you mean. yeah. And then on the Dungeon Keeper side, it doesn't quite have enough like, it's... it's Not enough marbles. Well, no. You're, Not the, enough slants. The Dungeon floor is probably pretty straight. <laughs> <laughs> They're robots. Yeah. <laughs> But um, they're pretty jaunty robots. Well, that's true. They are really jaunty robots. But it, uh, it doesn't have like enough control on that layer of like in a weird way where it's they've like not giving you the things you need to deal with the things that they've made you fight against. Like you get to the point where you're fighting the enemies and they do like a wave spawning thing where it's like every five minutes or whatever, the waves of enemies start spawning from these two specific locations. Right. And so you have like turrets like traps that you can just place and that's fine but then when you have the like the units that actually go fight for you the fighting robots mm. you can't control that them in any way really oh, so you can't direct them to no like, like rts style no like. so what actually usually happens is like the first enemy that spawns all of your robots charge that one but then they're all on one side of the map so as soon as enemy starts running on the other side of the map there's no one there. <laughs> and then maybe when they kill all the enemies on one side of the map, they are suddenly like, oh shit, there's an enemy over the other side of the map. Run across the entire map while the enemies are continuing to spawn. It's just like, this is not efficient in any way. And you, you need like guard posts to be like, half of you stay over here and half of you stay over here unless I tell you otherwise. But yeah, that's, so that's that game. It is exactly what it appears to be. Right, yeah. Side thought. Do you ever think Dungeon Keeper has aged well? I mean, I played Dungeon Keeper 2 not that many years ago at this point. Yeah, Yeah, I just sort of wonder, because that game was always relatively simplistic, but also I was kind of got to a point and I was always, I always got to the same point in the campaign. I was like, I am bad at this somehow. (laughs) Because you're a child. That was why. Probably. That's why I actually finished Dungeon Keeper 2 when I played it again. Mm. Something to be said for a simpler RTS. They're a bit complicated, these Yeah. I wouldn't have, I mean,. I mean, Dungeon Keeper is definitely more complicated than Steam Revealed. <laughs> I can say that much. It's another case of they haven't progressed the tech. Mm. So there's that. And then the other thing I went the fact back... that they didn't make another good Dungeon Keeper is a crime. Well, well yeah. Like that mobile disaster. Yep. And even the other companies that have tried to remake a Dungeon Keeper S game still haven't quite got there. They're oh, getting close now. I, okay, what were they other than build? What like? Well, Dungeons 4 has just come out. Supposedly Dungeons. that's pretty decent. I mean, that's a pretty on-the-nose name, isn't <laughs> yep. it? Well, it's not like Keeper RL or whatever, the, the <laughs> right. open source 
version of Dungeon Keeper. Oh, huh. Was it like the, the attempt at the TTD? Yeah, sort of the thing? open TTD thing. I believe that's what that is. Right, but so, but you have to have, presumably have to have the. I don't know how that one of those one asset works. pack ones. Yeah, or, I don't know right. how that one works. I haven't looked into it that much. But then the other thing I went back to, this one is still on game preview, mm. is Tectonica. Okay, yeah. I played that. I talked about playing that before. And I think that was during a demo fest or whatever. Mm. And, and yeah, that's still not out, so it's still. A work in progress but i went back to that to see if i because i guess it's more you could get to more of it in in game preview rather than a demo in the demo right okay yeah so i did that and i mean yeah that game is still basically satisfactory inside a cave <laughs> but yeah it still has the same problems it has the weird it's trying to have a bit of subnautica where it has like the story going on where you, as you explore the the caves you find weird shit and it appears that probably you are like you are stuck in stasis for a long time, and that's why everything is ruined now. I mean, that's kind of obvious, but but, right. but yeah, it's, like, it's trying to do that subnautica thing. But it, the trouble is that like it doesn't limit your access to it enough. Like it tries to. Like there's a lot of like the abandoned facilities you find. You have to repair the doors to get in, and then that's gating you by technology where you have to get the right parts to the. Re- to repair the door but the stuff that you could just find out in the open is also like probably too much like you could i spent probably a couple of hours before i'd actually built any factory just walking around the caves and getting random free shit and lore yeah, right because yeah. you can also yeah. find a lot of chests that just have free stuff in so then even when i started building the factory it's like i didn't actually i still don't think i've actually crafted a conveyor belt yet (laughs) even though i've built a lot of conveyor belts Hmm. because i just found a lot of conveyor belts in boxes so yeah that's that's slightly weirdly balanced naturally occurring conveyor (laughs) yeah and then the other problem it has with on that side of things is just like on the factory side of things is that it puts maybe too much it forces you to use like fuel like physical items rather than electricity too much like the, it, at the start of the game you're like oh it's like factory you have the burner miner drills where you burn coal to run them and it does that in this where the mining drills run on fuel and then you have the initial furnaces that run on fuel as well so you have to deal with the logistics of having a fuel belt hmm. alongside the resource belt except that doesn't go away <laughs> it just you just get more of that and it's like, this is a bit much, especially because in order to, like, manufacture the fuel, it's not like in Factory where you mine coal and that's it. In this game, you're having to grow plants and you have to, to process the plants in, like, a two-step process. And then you make the fuel block and then you put that on a belt and then that goes to the mines. And it's like, that's a bit much for, like, a thing that you need for every... And that, that also limits you your ability to, like, build a mining outpost. Because you can't just like slap down some drills in a power pole. You have to put down the drills and then maybe draw an entire conveyor belt from wherever the hell you're making the fuel all the way over there. So you can't then do like more independent expansion, hmm. which is sort of weird. But like, I I also don't feel like I've needed more than one copper and iron patch or whatever. I don't know how the how those resources expire compared to how much you use, and because sure. it's a more of a physical thing of like how many drills can you fit into this space. Hmm. But also, I feel like I don't know. I just haven't been getting along with 
the like automating building the factory thing like i'm constantly feeling like it's too much effort for not enough reward of like automating anything mm. it does try and make it like more rewarding by basically making it so if you handcraft something <laughs> in your inventory in factorio the it, it the handcrafting is slower than if you do it in a machine right in this game I think it's the same speed, but when you're doing it in a machine, you just get twice as much out. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it's like way more resource efficient to do it in a machine. Mm. But that so far that hasn't managed to offset the like the amount of extra time I spend crafting twice as much stuff in my inventory versus the amount of time I spend building the building factory. The factory. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know, that's just a weird feeling thing about it, but mm. so yeah, that was that. And that's probably all I need to talk about. I also played No Man's Sky and um, something else that I've forgotten so no, we'll talk about those next time No Man's Sky must run real good on your machine it loads not instantly but way quicker yeah. that, initial, that initial load is always a thing well yeah like, like there's, there is a lot to be said for quick resume on Xbox well sure um, but teleporting what a great technology quick resume is amazing teleporting around between systems is certainly like only a few seconds now which is nice makes it much more bearable to constantly jump between my yes. freighter and a planet base and yeah, whatever. That is nice. But yeah, we'll probably, probably talk about that more next time, maybe. Yeah, I was... We, again, every time we talk about it, a bit of me goes, oh, I should really try and check back in. I should actually try and finish some stuff in that game. <laughs> sure. Or see some stuff. Um, oh yeah, little, I played a little bit more satisfactory. That was the other thing, but we mm. saved talking about that for another time as well. Yeah, I thought something else I played started playing right i uh you know my arc uh, uh, short of wipe out a mega collection which i did actually play a little bit like because hot news i actually cancelled my ps plus <laughs> talk about cancelling things i cancelled my ps plus because it's just like man your game's lineup is rubbish for it has been and I'll, if i want to play any of these i'll, I'll re-up whatever i'll come back to it um, i'm just not using my playstation right now because it's a ps4 and i don't have a ps5 and I, yeah. it's like mm-hmm, it's, there isn't that much ps4 stuff i actually want to play um Maybe Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, anyway, different conversation. So I, I dipped into Wipeout Omega Collection for a moment. And you want to talk about audio design, like best audio design award or whatever. It's that all, every year. Every year it's Wipeout Omega Collection. Oh my God, I just that wish, game I guess sounds it's so impossible, good. But like, you know, I would like it if you could play your own whatever Spotify and have it. Uh, you like, can on PlayStation you know, now. But yeah, you can't, know, you can't have it blended that. into the game. But, but yeah. that would be so cool if it would like change, you know, yeah. like cut out the, the lows or whatever. When I know. Really, all that stuff. Old, <laughs> that would be so cool, but I guess it's some kind of licensing reason. The, the old, yeah, the old Xbox uh, custom soundtrack thing that could sort of do that. Yeah, um, could sort of do that. Yeah. yeah. Back know. in the day. Yeah. I, I, I want to say they might have, like when Zune Music or like one of Microsoft's Failed music services was a thing. One of the Forza Horizons like would use your library as part of its radio stations. So cool. Um, yeah, because that's the uh, what's slightly missing from a mega collection is like licensed tons of awesome. Yeah, music. like if I could bring yeah. like Machine Gun by Noisia back into it, because a mega collection doesn't have that, and that was in, yeah, exactly. That was in Wipeout Fury, the original version. It's like if I could bring that back in, or, or any of the work by Sasha from Wipeout Three, that would be sweet. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, I mean, I can, I suppose, but yeah, it's not quite the same. Um, uh, I should probably experiment with that, see how that actually plays out. Anyway, that game sounds amazing. It's just, just every like the way the weapons sound, the bomb in particular, oh, just mm, so good. Like how, like 
everyone else should be envious of how good this sound this game sounds like it's incredible uh especially in surround anyway that was aside i actually started playing split second um so do you remember split second the sort of like burnout rival from the 360 days um sort of <laughs> so made that? so black rock studios made that which used oh, to be right. a disney owned um developer they don't exist anymore um mm. uh so the split seconds whole deal was that it was a a racing game but instead of like uh you actively taking drivers out by ramming them you would use your and or boosting or anything like that you would use the meter you would build up from drifting and drafting and that stuff to cause explosions on the track around you, like blow stuff up, and that would run into your rivals and knock them out, and you would get ahead that right. way. Um, okay. It's a kind of cool idea. The only other game I can think of that has perhaps done that in a similar way was Anti-Graviator, of all things. That, that not-so-great anti-grav racer I played years ago. Um, uh, and it kind of works. Like it's, it's, it's fun, it's exciting, it's big, and I have to give them, I have to give them props on a number of things. It's, like, it, like it's a cool idea. The explosions are nice. The destruction is quite nice. The big-scale destruction in particular is great. Like when airplanes come in and crash land on top of you or you knock down entire space needle like buildings and it alters the track in its in its in its wake. It's like that stuff is cool. Um uh and 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 for a 360 game it looks pretty great. Uh the menu present like like shout out to old school menu presentation. This thing like kind of nails as that's as aesthetic. It's going for like a TV show vibe, right? Like this is a big American show. And uh it, it kind of it, it gets that, even with the like the excessive overly flashy menu panes and hard cuts and over editing like it very much lands that 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 aesthetic and uh so i get like I, I just appreciate the amount of effort they've put into the vibe and styling of this thing like it's 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 impressive um mm. how, how much effort has gone into that uh like like i don't think even burnout reached the sort of level that they've they that they they've they've they've, they've got here um Problem is, it's just not as good as Burnout, right? There's no getting away from that fact. Like, it's not, it's, it's all, all games of that ilk. It's just not quite there. Like, the mechanic is fine and it works, but like, it's hampered slightly by a not particularly intuitive drifting model, um, where it's actually frequently better to not drift. Like, if you can do it, it's, if you can not drift a turn, it's faster, but then you don't build up meter. So I guess there's risk reward, you know, risk reward in doing drifts at all, but I just don't find the drifting drift feel very good at all. Right. Yeah. Um, okay. I, don't, I don't think it quite lands that the, uh, presentation although kind of cool is over is 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 over the top in a number of ways like it's got a bit of that old next gen filter problem it's a little bit brown and a little bit washed out a little bit oversaturated a little bit too much sun bloom about the place so seeing things is sometimes hard um uh obviously it's running at like 360 like 30 frames per second at 720p so you're gonna suffer a little bit with that in the modern era anyway um but uh the biggest problem is camera shake like it is it's it's like someone is running behind the car. Like the camera shake is bonkers and just over oh, the top at all the time. Mind. Like it's fine when it explode when something explodes, like and stuff like and, and stuff is happening around you. That's okay. But he just driving in a straight line down a down a bit of perfect tarmac, the camera is like is is doing a little jig. Like it's like it's playing Fortnite or something, and then the guy's just still holding a camera. Like it's 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 too much. It's too much. 
There is, and you can you can you can mitigate that by going inside the car, but that is not the way to play that game. I don't think it. I don't like how that game handles from the in-car view either. Mm. Um, so that is a big problem for me. Like it, it just it's just too much. It's too much too much going on. Um, it's a shame it was never followed up though, because I think they would they could have like with a few op- and then there's no option to turn it off is the other thing as well. There's no option to dial that back, which would would go a long way. Um, uh, it's yeah, it's a, it's a shame this never got a follow up because I think they could have taken this idea and improved it, um, made it something. A lot of people look back fondly on Split Second is all I'm saying, but for me, mm. the, like, the problem I had is it came out roughly the same time as Blur. And I think Blur is by far the better game. Yeah, yeah. So I was very much in that camp. But um, uh, yeah, there are people that swear by that thing. Um, and it's, uh, you know, it's all right. It is all right. Uh, but it's no burnout killer. It's no Blur killer. It's its own, it's its own thing. But it's, yeah, it's, not, it's not quite doing it for me. That was it. That was the one. That was the that was the one other thing. All right. That was the Columbo. Well, <laughs> one more thing. Well, a split second later, it's time for the end of the podcast. <laughs> you still wondering? Yeah, I'm still wondering. I'll catch up on that next time as well. Um, but I think now, I think it's time to go. <laughs> okay. Wowie Zowie. <laughs> <laughs> Wowie Zowie. <laughs> I still love Wowie Zowie. I don't know why you're so against Wowie Zowie. It's it. awesome. It so <laughs> it's so good. Um, yeah. Where is that? Is that is that from one of the Games Factory sound effects? Is it? I think it's like that that, that like Sean Connery voice. Time to go. Uh, might have been actually. Yeah, it might have been a uh, Games Factory sample. Like I've, I've, got the, I've still be. got the library. I could probably find it. <laughs> I think it plays at the end I've of the, one of the Chopsuey levels. <laughs> Indeed, it's time to wrap this up. Uh, we are Happy Salad, as you know, uh, but you may not know that we have a YouTube channel as you're listening to our podcast, uh, but we do. It's Happy Salad. So check it out for uh, recent videos on the murder of Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, yes, and probably more. I mean, there's many more Sonic the Hedgehog related videos in our back catalogue and Sonic many is other just, games too. It's just so videoable. I don't know. <laughs> It makes for good videos, yeah. so check those out. You've got Sonic and All-Stars Racing Transformed on there. Uh, all kinds. Banger. Uh, a timely uh, playthrough of Beyond Good and Evil to check out. If you've got a bit more time over the over the Christmas period. Oh, yeah, that was news. That anniversary yeah. edition got like announced. Um, like, yeah. <laughs> they're a year late, I think, if you ask me, but like, they, they, they are putting out a, uh, an anniversary edition of, uh, yeah. uh, of Beyond Good and Evil uh, with some, with some minor that. tweaks. You can see us playing it in a more timely fashion <laughs> uh, on YouTube. And we'll be back here in a couple of weeks with another Salacast. So we'll catch you then. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>